0: What's up, insomniacs? It's Matt here from Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. General reminder, this show is available on the Bucket of Wind YouTube channel and Podbean at bucketofwind.podbean.com. Subscribe and join the insomniac army because we haven't given you a reason not to yet.
1: We interrupt our program to bring you this important message.
0: Somniacs, welcome to the first ever episode of Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep, Cage Side. As always, brought to you by Bucket of Wind. I'm Mason. I'm Cameron. And I'm Matt. We're back again. And let's get started. Woohoo, boys! This is a special one. I know, I'm super excited, alright? So let's just start off by discussing what is the Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep, Cage Side show. Dun, dun, dun. So I'm, I'm super excited. So if you guys have watched our first segmented show, we had... A segment in there that where we talked about MMA and upon reflection we decided you know why don't we make an entire dedicated MMA uh, hour, half an hour to an hour every week that we call Cage Side where we it doesn't feel out of place juxtaposed with all the film news you know what I mean yeah, yeah. absolutely we wanted to make a more cohesive show and the MMA submission segment, we called it in the show, just felt rather out of place. And we know the, the demographics can be clashing. You know what I mean? Someone, a little skewed. Someone who yeah. really likes movies may not necessarily be into mixed martial arts. So we just thought we'd make a separate show called Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep, Cage Side. And you viewers can enjoy one of the shows or preferably both of the shows. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully you're anomalies like we are. And we like... Love movies and, and fighting. Love and, and fighting. so All right. So... The other thing I wanted to touch on is why is this a part of Can't Sleep Won't Sleep? Why do we like movies and why do we like fighting? We've already talked about why we like movies, so why is Cage Side a part of? Let me let me take you back in time. The year uh, it was, I think it was like five (laughs) or six years ago, and we were sitting on the couch and we flipped on Fox, and there was a rebroadcast. I think it was an initial broadcast. Of the fight between Brock Lesnar and Alistair, Alistair Overeem. Oh, okay. I do remember this. Remember we were perfectly. sitting on the I couch. I was like 14 or 13 at that time. Maybe maybe 15. I don't remember. you. I think you were 15 or something 15 like that. 15 or 14. And we watched this fight. These two hulking dudes. Yeah. Brock Lesnar. Looked at like 300. Yeah, this was uber uberrim uber yeah. Yeah. the sh- On the sauce. Yeah. Voided to the tits. Just sw- yep. swollen. He swollen. Both of them were huge. And these two dudes beat the piss out of each other. We saw Reem finish... Uh, Brock Lesnar within the first round. Yes, it was a kick—a knee to the liver. A, a kick, yeah, to a, kick. The liver. It was a kick, and then he kneed him in the liver and finished. Yep, and, it. Yep, and finished him off, which was soulless because that Brock had just gotten out of huge and surgery, surgery yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he almost died. Yeah, lost like forty pounds. And I was just amazed. I was like, "What the fuck is this? They're they're doing takedowns. They're throwing kicks. They're throwing yeah, punches. Everything, and wrestling, this, fighting. We've been we've been in a wrestling before that, not WWE, but the actual sport yeah, of wrestling. Olympic. High school, so we, college. we saw the UFC and we were completely enamored once we yeah. saw these two hulking, seemingly monstrosities Dude, go huge. at it in the octagon. And, and we've been hooked ever since, right? Oh, yeah. Ever since we've been. You guys more than me. You know the names of the fighters. Yeah. and But you've always moves, been it. But I love it. I love it. Yeah. Actually, I started falling out of football. And yeah. when I started falling out of football, fell they, right into I fell right into uh, UFC and everything else because my love of wrestling and the one-on-one competing, and I used to watch boxing with my father. You've heard me say that a million times. Yeah. That kind of lost its faith for me because of uh, the way things were rigged and the way things were done. And then when I saw MMA and, and they did wrestling moves and there were takedowns and kicking and boxing mm-hmm. and it... And, Pretty much, it's pretty hard to throw a fight because someone's yeah. getting their ass kicked. I mean, it's only happened a few times in the UFC, but I, I just love the one-on-one competition. You know, that's the most five-five minute rounds, three-five minute it's, rounds. It's really like the first sport. It's pure. Do you know what I mean? It's just. And I won't. I won't say. I. W- I want to do. I do want to say that I love Joe Rogan because when yeah. he puts his words to it, it kind of sucks me in because he was. I I just like how he announces a fight. I really, really do. He just puts a really good spin on it, I hope they don't get rid of him because I always remember his voice as the UFC. Yeah, and he, I think he's been there from, like, the 10th event yeah, even before forever. that maybe. So it, I, he just really makes it – uh, he just opens it up. He does. Uh, people who have been following it for a long time know him and they they uh, enjoy his commentary because yeah. he's become kind of like a friendly figure to them. And even the laymen who aren't into MMA. Exactly. He explains was, it in such a way exactly that what they was, don't need to have yes. a background in mixed martial arts I to think, know I what's, think what's going on. Th- the expert and the novice both identify with what he's saying yeah. because he breaks it down Absolutely. so nicely. But yeah, I, I, and I do like that. So that's what can't sleep won't sleep cage side is and that's why it's a part of our channel we love mma and we love movies so those couldn't not talk about it could not talk about it. we couldn't just and uh, this isn't going to affect the can't sleep won't sleep show that we do every week you're still going to get that this is just a bonus we're just trying to establish a community for multiple things everything's here so why not build a platform (laughs) and a community for people to discuss multiple topics like movies tv shows and mixed martial arts why not all right. So now the next thing we want to move into is um, we want to discuss the results of UFC 219 and the implication, the uh, fu- it, the implication it'll have on future matchups. So here we have uh, we have all of the results pulled up and we'll go through them all. The first being Tim Elliott and Mark De La Rosa. All right. So Tim Elliott, you might know from yeah. his crazy fight with Demetrius Johnson. Okay. Abs- yeah. So he won the Ultimate Fighter at 125 pounds. And this was an interesting season because the winner would get a direct title shot. shot. Yep. For the, um, oh my God, flyweight, flyweight title. title. Jesus Christ. I almost blanked out on that. And he actually had DJ in trouble in the first round. He gave DJ all that he could handle, and that says a lot. It, it does, and does say. Then, a lot. And then went the on, greatest pound per pound fighter then went in the on, world, for sure. And then went on to lose the last four rounds. <laughs> 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 to be completely fair. Yeah. In pretty dominant just, fashion. Just means that he figured him out. After but there the were moments round. where he was in legitimate danger and yeah. almost was finished by Tim Elliott in a submission. And he fights uh, Mark De La Rosa, returns to the octagon, gets a submission win in, uh, I believe, four minutes into round two, which is really interesting. Great for Tim Elliott. I'm happy to see him in the UFC again. I knew mm-hmm. he was a veteran who had been in there previously. I believe that um, Ultimate Fighter um, season they were all champions of other fight organizations oh, that's right. if I'm yes not they mistaken. were yep so it they had was a like a guy from like uh shooto boxing in yeah. japan champions of many disciplines but didn't he had already beaten a lot of these guys anyway what do you mean in other words they were, were lining up for the title match and he already competed against a lot of these guys. Actually, this season, they brought in those guys because he had beaten everyone else in the That's UFC. That's why they division. brought oh, in these okay. other champions. They had brought in other champions. Demetrius Johnson had basically wiped the roster. Oh, okay. So they were like, we got to bring in other champions Literally to give n- him some legitimate competition. The number one contender was Joseph Benavidez. Who he fought him three times or something ridiculous. Who he has already beaten twice. Yeah. So it was like, what are we going to do? Yeah. So they brought an extra and it was Tim Elliott. Good for him. I'm happy he gets another win. Let's move on to the next matchup, which was Lewis Smolka and uh, Matthias Nicolau. M- Want to make sure we get the names right. Louis Smolka, this is another flyweight fight. Uh Louis Smolka is a pretty dangerous flyweight. He, he is. He's very lanky, has great submissions. A lot of you may know him because of his recent fight with Ray Borg. Ray Borg uh, just fought Demetrius Johnson for the title. And in that fight, Louis Smolka showed a bunch of a bunch of grit he he's very good on the ground. Ray Borg was just a step ahead of him the whole time on the ground. It was it was a really good fight. But to touch on this one, um Matthias, I think you would say his name. Uh his striking was just one step above him the whole time. He was getting the best of every single one of those engagements. Um Smolko was he, his endurance was there. He he just seemed to have a few uh, pieces to that puzzle missing if if that makes sense. Luis smoker has always had legitimate skills but it, it just wasn't on for him today. You know he was outstruck and he's mm-hmm. had trouble with that in the past. You know um but he's a very talented kid and he's young and I think that you know given he's so t- young given yeah. time to develop he, and plus he's still hanging around the top 15 of that division. He's still around those I elite just really guys. hope that he doesn't he's not given his pink slip because he has, he's had a rough go of it his past few fights. He's had to fight axe murders, you know what I mean? Yeah. Ray Borg is an up-and-coming guy. I mean, <laughs> he's, seriously. He's so young, that's the thing. Ray Borg is possibly the second-best scrambling in the flyweight division. And but then you take Matthias, he's he's brand-new to the UFC, man. So, that's true. But he looked great in the fight. All right, next we're going to get into uh, some more of the prelims. Marvin Vittori versus Omari Akhmedov. And this was an interesting fight because interesting. it ended in a draw. <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think, Some deception I think that has from that. To say about draws. I just don't think there should be draws. I just really, really don't. They should put a rule in. There. Don't make it a full round. Another thirty seconds. To line it up. So you're a fan of um, like the Ultimate Fighter, how they have two rounds, they have two rounds, and if if there's not a decisive winner after Absolutely. two rounds, they do a third. I totally agree with that. All three, car- uh, three scorecards by the judges are show to be a draw. They th- roll it to the ref. If the ref can't decide, uh, then it automatically goes to one more round. I think for the safety of the fighters, they shouldn't do that. You know what I mean? Because you have these guys who are safety training for a certain amount of rounds. Oh, come on. Fighters fight. I think a draw – draws are fine. We really don't see them that often at all. In my opinion, this fight shouldn't even be a draw. I think that Marvin Vittori definitely got the best of Akhmetov in this fight. I was very competitive the entire time, don't get me wrong. Akhmedov caught him with some shots, but Marvin he definitely seemed to be getting the better of him for the majority of the fight. I think that it left it up to the judges and he got screwed. Yeah. I I I thought it would at least be a split decision for Marvin. That's what I had on the scorecards too. I expected to see a split decision, but you know, when you leave it in the hands of the judges in this a close fight like that, this. Thing but again, happen. I mean, I, I still think that they should make the sport a step above all the others, and there shouldn't be draws. You shouldn't be. Well, you don't see them all that often, to be yeah. Fair, which but. is why I think that they're fine as they are. <laughs> but Vittori is he. He has a bright future. He has a bright future in this middleweight division. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's he's an Italian fighter. You don't see a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, you think of any Italian fighters off the top of your head? No. Um. There's that one uh, girl. She's yeah, in straw she's in the strawway She's in the strawweight division. I don't know who you're talking about, but Marvin Vittori is the only one I really know about. He's a brown belt in jujitsu. Was it wrong for me to laugh? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there really aren't that many, but he looks very promising. So I look forward to seeing him fight again. Yeah, and he there were parts where he lit Ock up. You know, yeah, what I mean? almost finished him a couple S- times, but so the time will tell. I hope he develops his skills a little bit more and gets back in there and gets a win. All right, right next was Miles Jury versus Rick Glenn. Miles Jury. Oh. Veteran of the division, he's famed for his fights with Diego Sanchez. Um, the beating he took from Cowboy, Cowboy Cerrone. Cerrone. He's always been a contender, he's he's a guy with very real skills. When he fought Cowboy Cerrone, is that when he was getting kicked on the ground? Like, kicked on the ground. Oh my god, I remember he that. He's on his back, and like Donald Cerrone got pissed or something. Yeah, well, it, it turned out evidently... he was mad about the Diego Sanchez so. exactly. And just kicking him in the legs. And he took it out because again. evidently his partner in the fight was fighting this guy. And this yeah. guy embarrassed him. So Sorani made it a personal thing. The guy rolled over on his back and was trying to draw him down and do jujitsu, And he just held his feet. And then, you he just started going off and just said, get up. And the guy wouldn't get up. And he just kept laying into him. Kicking his legs over and over again. <sighs> Jury dis- uh, gets the win by decision. It was so dominant. It was It was tough to watch, man. Yeah, he beat the fuck out of He beat the fuck out of Rick Glenn. I'm going to be real with you guys. Uh, You know, Rick Glenn, though, keep your head up. He looks like a nice guy. Powerful mustache. (laughs) I was going to say. Powerful mustache. But jury, he's a veteran. He really is. And you got to know it's a dangerous fight going in. He looked... Miles looked better everywhere the fight went. Yes. Now let's get into a fighter I've been following pretty closely, actually. I've been rooting for him. Uh, Khalil Roundtree Jr. fought McCall. Oh. Olig, dude. That's the whole alphabet. Yeah, I was gonna say every letter. Every he has alphabet. every consonant under the sun, and man. <laughs> that is just special. But my man, uh, uh, Michael L. <laughs> he used to be one of the first Mikolo. fighters with a fucking stage name, dude. That's yeah. unreal. He does get the win by decision over my boy Cleo Roundtree. What are you gonna say? Cleo has had problems with his wrestling. Ever uh, since wrestling, ever I don't si- think his problem is wrestling. His endurance is fucked, bro. Yeah. His well, endurance. he's a big, powerful guy. If you look, most of his wins that he had became from early knockouts. Knockouts. Yeah. yeah and know, that's how he got on the Ultimate, Ultimate Fighter. Is a is he was a prospect because of his knockout power. You have to remember, this is a guy who lost weight to be a. a he lost a lot of weight. He's shredded now. He was a little heavy, but he I'm was not, a, a. I'm not going to. I'm not going to divulge any sort of secrets here. His camp knows exactly what they need to do for in order for Khalil Roundtree to improve. Yep. He needs to drop some muscle.
1: He needs to he open does. up the back door. To, there's a lot of show, no a blow.
0: A lo- he needs to do more sprints. Yeah. He needs, to, he needs to get in that pool and do laps. But the question is, do you try to shore up your endurance? Or do you go the full power out like a Hector Lombard? No, he's already done that. And it's, it's not, not being, working. It's not effective well, no, maybe he has and Maybe he hasn't fully developed his skills. Maybe it's a skill thing. Yeah, but if you're too tired to carry if out he, the skills. Exactly. He's a great fighter for one minute of every single round. <laughs> too bad they're five-minute rounds. They're, they're, exactly. He's had flashes in the pan... But flashes are one minute. Yeah, I'm saying that there are fighters who do have that explosive style and make it a thing. Yo Romero, you know the guys like that. Hector Lombard, but they can hold it for more than they can hold it for more than one minute. And even Hector Lombard is sliding ah, down, Hector, down. I was right gonna now. say But there are guys like Tyron right Woodley who have learned how to keep their gas while doing the explosive style. And I would love to see Khalil do that instead of uh, trying to be one of those grinder fighters. I didn't say – I did not say Khalil needs to lose all of his muscle. I'm just saying he need, he definitely – he's carrying too much muscle. For, uh, he needs look, to if you look at these pictures, himself. Khalil needs to lose some muscle and Michelle needs to find it. Michael. <laughs> like he, Yeah, Michelle. Michelle. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's foreign Nickel. shit. Nickel. <laughs> that's just offensive. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. But Roundtree, you need to work on your endurance, man. I've always been a fan of him. I hope he stays in the UFC. He's a really nice guy. I hope they don't cut him. He's an exciting fighter. He's very exciting to watch. And when he does have victories, they are amazing. And I'll tell you, while he walks into the octagon looking this jacked, he's already got almost a round down because he's fucking terrifying to look at. Yeah. And I'm telling you, like... I always say, you not know, that you're ugly, Khalil. You're very—he's a big, big guy. Yeah, he's it's intimidating. intimidating. It's, exactly. It's a plus if you can fight exciting, but winning is the priority. Yeah, yeah. no shit. Fighting. No, no, no you, shit. You, yeah, you. No, you know what I'm saying, I know. You're, you're saying, two s- and fourteen, but you look great. Well, you <laughs> look, know, look at Bob Sapp. Okay, <laughs> Bob Sapp's gigantic. You know what I mean? I'm <laughs> saying... What's his record? Fucking terrible. <laughs> I don't know. He literally said, "I'm not." Okay, he said, Bob, "Done." Bob Sapp "What I meant." What I meant was okay. fighters like Mizugaki win a lot of fights, but they're not exciting. So you lose twice and immediately get cut. Yeah. Or you lose oh, once and get cut. Fighting exciting is sometimes better than winning boring fights. And I d I wasn't comparing <coughs> on your boy. I wasn't comparing Khalil Mack <laughs> to Bob Sack. <laughs> She's not the same. All right. Now we're <laughs> now let's get to the main card. Sorry. Yeah, don't compare Khalil. That's a little offensive to Khalil. I was doing that. That was offensive to Khalil. Now let's get into the main card. Carlos Condon versus Neil Magny. Now let's talk about this. Before we even get into what happened in the fight, I want to talk about what I was watching in the UFC Embedded series where they go behind the scenes with the fighters. Carlos Condon was saying some things that trouble me. He was saying stuff like, you know, I thought I was retired, but here we are again. Um, really yeah, yeah. he's like scary that's never good you know open. you gotta pay that's the n- bills oh that's never statements good like too. that are never gotta good. keep the lights on immediate stuff heats, like that it gets cold in I the i have winter. mouse to feed i have mouse to feed he said all of these that's things. a bad one too and these it was are, a fighter who retired and said he was sick of the fight lifestyle these are all gigantic red flags so yeah. when he was coming back i was like oh he has the passion it's burning within him and then i see the embeds series and i'm like oh no it looks like it's a monetary thing but even he said after that, it's kind of like you take four steps backward and one step forward because he said all of those negative things. And he was like, oh, you know, I'm adding things to my game. If I'm getting better, why would I not keep fighting? But I was like, you just said yeah. that you have bills to pay, you well, have mouths to feed. When you take four steps back and one step up, it gives you three more paychecks. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I guess. But he fought Neil Magny in this fight. And he just looked well, – he did not look like Andy. he was in it to win it. Neil Magny took him down six times in the fight. Oof. And held him down every single time. And it was just a dominant. He had a long night then. He a, did. It was a dominant win I mean, for Neil. it wasn't like um, Neil was outstriking or doing a lot of damage right. on the ground. He was just getting outworked. And Carlos Condon was controlled the entire More time. Yeah. So it was just Makes rough for to a see. long, boring you, you fight. Would, you could see it on Condit's face. He was just upset. He when was he very, got very frustrated. When he got taken down, you just you, you took down. You saw the frustration building in there. Oh, yeah. This is not a guy who looked like he was having fun in there. He would whatever. give you that, fa- like he had that look on his face. Right. Well, fuck, man, shit. And we're going to talk about someone else who made that face later a in the lot. night <laughs> for a different reason. I think <laughs> Coscaden, he did not seem like he wanted to fight. I would say go find yourself, do some soul searching. He could start anything. He should you have yourself. a podcast. He's a very skilled. He guy, He should be though. a coach. Hey, we don't need the competition. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, he should. should. He's. 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 he's, Never mind. He (laughs) should call into our podcast. He should be a (laughs) coach. He's a very skilled guy, though. So it's hard to tell a skilled guy like that when you need to make money. Why not fight? I know, but the only troubling thing is he got smushed by Damian Maya, and that's that's nothing to be ashamed of. Damian Maya is one of the best. But then you come back and you get smushed by Neil Magny, someone who notoriously does not have the best ground game. Right. Yeah. Uh, concerning. Yeah. Neil Magny, though, getting back in the wind column. Getting back in the wind column. I've let's always go, been a, Neil. Neil, I've always been a huge fan. He's awesome. Yeah, let's Could cardio for days. Well, let's fun stop bragging on Condon and say, you know, Neil, great job. His conditioning yeah. looked... Go to the heckable. other side of it. Why did that other guy look that bad? Because Neil was good. Neil, Neil was looked good. Really he looked good. great in the clinch. Great in the clinch. And it's lot heartbreaking of trips. because the losses he had before this were really close. He had a really close fight with um Kelvin Gastelum. Yeah. If you remember that. And he's had just some heartbreaking losses. So I'm happy for Neil, but let's keep moving through the main card. Cynthia Cavillo versus Carla Esparza, the cookie monster. I called this fight. You called this fight? Yeah. Well, what what was your call? Decision for Carla Esparza? I thought Carla would actually get the finish, but I knew she was going to win this fight. A lot of people... I know Cal, uh, Calvillo is is very, very tough, and she's, a, she's an up-and-comer, man, but I knew Carla has so much experience under her belt. It, it would be so tough for someone as new as Calvillo to to overcome we're gonna talk about Carlos Sparza, a woman who has wins over Rose Nama Yunus, the current champ. Yeah, the current yeah. champion. Um, you know, she's fought alongside. And she's fought Joanna and Jacek, got finished by her, but nonetheless, showed so much heart so much in, in heart that to fight. Crazy. I mean, Joanna was raining a barrage down upon her, and she just stood there and was like, "All right, I'm here." You know, granted, she wasn't there for long, but <laughs> she was there. She took a fucking whooping. But he, this was all experience in class from Carlos Sparza. You could just tell she was comfortable in there. And Cavillo just got outworked. You know, I think it was definitely her... I think this will be a great learning opportunity for Cavillo and she'll be back. And she's so back. young, and she just got... Like, she's talked about how new she is to the game of MMA, you know what I mean? She's only been doing it for three or she four years. She came up last year. Last year, she really came Jeez. onto the scene. Like, her name really got out there. And she's fighting Carlos Barza, one of the top women in the division. Former champion. A year later. Crazy hmm. shit, man. Absolutely incredible. So, kudos to her, but... Carla turning in a, another great big performance. The Cookie Monster. So no, 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 no. she'll to, to speak of the implications. <laughs> to speak a uncomfortable me. right now. No, that's what her nickname <laughs> is. A little uncomfortable. Cookie Monster. Come on, to guys. To speak on the implications of this matchup. Mason's just gonna keep going. One or two more fights <laughs> under her belt, and Carla will be vying for the title. She'll come after the Rose. The Rose. The Rose. She got nominated, fire for the year of the year last year. She was one, didn't she? Yeah, I think it's the female fighter of the year. Yeah, right? that's what I meant. I'm sorry. She should have. I won. said nominated. No, no, she's the fighter of the year last year. Female fighter of the year. Hey, guess what? She, she is... landed that fucking hook. Ah. She could end nations with that hook. Ah. Jeez, I didn't think she'd win. Feels like butter. Neither did I. It didn't was. Think I think that won. was one of the most big, biggest, biggest surprises upsets. of the yep. year. You want to know another big surprise on this card? The next fight: Dan Hooker versus Mark DeCasey. I was just t- talking about this. Let's fight. talk about this because Mark DeCasey is one of the most athletic, slick dangerous strikers right now in the ufc very unpredictable he he has highlight reel knockouts mm. he throws weird crazy kicks like you should see he does something called highlight reel practice he puts these videos up on his instagram practicing these crazy wheel kicks spinning jumping kicks you know it's just he's crazy and he fights a guy like dan hooker kind of orthodox has great jiu-jitsu a uh, solid striking good wrestling you know what i mean and the hangman here Gets a great submission on Casey. It was a killer guillotine, man. Really? I, yeah, if you oh. look at the other podcast we just recorded and you go to our MMA submission, you can find it quickly because there are uh, timestamps in the description. Right. So if you watch that, you can get my predictions for this fight. And I got to admit, I was off. I was off big time. I was wow. off big time. I was projecting to Casey to get a knockout. Because I thought the, the discrepancy in the stand-up would be so lopsided that... Um, Hooker would push the, the push the pace and try right. to close the distance, right? To to mitigate the striking. Of that's, but that's why I love UFC. But he would come in, and I thought De would clip him and finish him. But I just, I, that's why I love the ground game. It's just evens the shit up. But Hooker <coughs> Hooker Hooker, yeah, hooker was, was just say, sharper. My apologies to Hooker, man. Yeah, sorry. Sharper. I was gonna say you were gonna get knocked out. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I said it. I was like, I was like, yeah. hooker, Zan the hooker, going home early. Yes. Yes. Zan sorry, man. Hooker? I thought, you, an ice pack. I thought it was going to be crazy. I thought it was going to be like a wheel kick or some fucking hook kick. Yeah. Th- switch kick to the dome or something. <laughs> no, but you got to love that. You got to love the granny Shuts girl. down the hype. Yeah. Kind of shows people that, you know, I'm here and I can finish these guys that think they're more Still athletic real. than me. That's a pretty badass leg- alias too, the Hangman. man. I mean, look at that squeeze on that choke, man. Yeah. Uh, now I know the nickname fits him perfectly. Yeah. Um. Good for him. I think this is really going to further his claim for – climbing toward being ranked in the division. I was going to say, you're going to see him against the ranked opponent next. That would be cool. I really think so. next oh, gosh. Next, uh, next, we'll get to the best fight
1: oh. on the card. I'm going to call it right
0: now. Oh. This oh. fight was insane. This showed me how powerful grappling really could be when you're oh. dealing with a Michael Jordan... So this is the Michael Jordan of grappling, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so The upset. king of smush himself, yeah. Khabib Habib. Sorry, I got to pronounce it correctly for my boy, Habib. It's Habib, Habib Nurmagomedov versus Edson Barbosa. <laughs> I love that last name. What's with the hat? Oh, the, the eagle hat? What's with it's the like a hat? It's a, it's a Dagestanian hat, hat. that they wear. Is that wear? what it is with yeah. the big? It's a cultural thing. Okay. It's not like some I, There were a ton of people in the audience wearing it. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's from his culture. Now, um, so I just want to talk about something really quick. Okay. Uh, every anyone in the MMA community would know that there is a uh, ever-present debate: which discipline is the most effective. Uh-huh. If you wanted to teach someone how to fight, right? Whose style would you emulate? If you want to win the fight, take the least damage, and get a paycheck. Who would you? Who would you learn from? Does that make sense? Yes. A lot of people say. Demetrius Johnson. Yes. He's got the most complete game. He mitigates damage while so dealing well, damage. So well, so well. That's who I would pick. That's who you pick? <coughs> yep. Okay, well, after watching this fight, without a doubt, Habib Nurmagomedov is the style you want to emulate. Really, 100%. Without a doubt. I've never seen a fighter crush a, a, a violent kicker like Edson Barbosa. Let you, just talk about Edson Barbosa for a sec. Let's talk. He is highlight reel knockouts on highlight reel knockouts. He is the most dangerous kicker. In the lightweight division, hands down. One of the most dangerous strikers in the UFC, period. Wow. You don't want to stand with him. And Khabib fought a masterful fight, constantly pressuring, never letting Edson get to kicking range. I think Edson landed two really solid kicks in the first round. In the first 10 seconds. You could tell those were wincers, definitely for Khabib. The amount of pressure he was applying, and when I say he, I mean Khabib, onto Edson Barbosa made me claustrophobic. (laughs) And I was like, "Fuck!" He get was in that leg. tight. I was like, "Get off of him! He shouldn't be allowed to do that." And we've been known to be critical and have questions about Habib and his ability to make weight, his ability to fight, his ability to stay injury-free. I watched. I will never say that again. I will never say that again about either. Habib. Yeah. Has he done it for more than one fight in a row? Yes, in a row. No. Well, in a, for he's had streaks where he's been constantly fighting. But after watching this fight and the post-fight press conference, I'm a Habib fan. I really yeah, but it, you guys are one off in it. I'm not one no, it. Not off No, we're not one off in it. I know. It. You guys I watched this him? last time I was not I a mean, first he time. I mean, he ragdolled RDA. RDA, he destroyed Michael Johnson. Barring okay. the barring the him getting clipped early on, but I think that was an oversight of Michael Johnson's quickness. And then he he came back so strong against Edson Barbosa. You, have you seen this? this was see a You have to watch. Walloping. It, wow. it, it was not close. Going into the last round, I I don't even know if it was the last round. It might have been the fourth round. Joe Rogan, along with myself, felt that... And Dominic Cruz. And Dominic Cruz, felt that (laughs) Edson's corner should consider throwing in the towel. Really? That it would actually be a viable thing to do. He was getting... mauled. Mauled. That's the only... That's the only way to describe it. It was a mauling. And just to see how Khabib's grappling was just so... You could just tell it was so... It wasn't even like... And I'm sure his submission proficiency is very high. It wasn't, he wasn't threatening him with submissions. It was just utter control and dealing damage in, in very short distances. The amount of power he can generate within two feet to punch someone is it's staggering. staggering. And Edson is a black belt. Edson's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. He has great takedown defense. Great. Some of the best in the division. Yeah. And to watch this, I was just flapping against the whole time. Habib would get one takedown. Edson would not leave the mat. Look, he, would, he his, had four takedowns overall in the fight. 10 minutes of control time. 10 minutes wow. of control in time. In a 15 minute fight. That's true. 10 man. minutes of control time. That is insane. It was going into the third round. And yeah. just the punches, the way he would just hold a wrist and just wallop him. Bomb, 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 so constantly the, it bomb. It wasn't even a close decision. Oh, my. Eight, one judge had three 10, ten eight, 8 rounds. rounds. And this is on the old rules. I know. Was essentially, saying he knocked him oh, square yeah. in his ass. Three in the times post-fight in a row. press conference, Habib said, "If you if you wanted me to, I could fight Conor McGregor and Tony right Ferguson thing. right after that fight." I know. He was like, "Give me rest. I fight thirty-minute rest. I, I fight again. I fight I again." Fight again. You know.
1: People are going
0: off. And you know what? I believed him. I was like, "Yeah, you could he did not look gas. You could, which was scary. He barely got hit. Barely. Wow." It was just absolutely sensational. Eye-opening. And, I, and okay, that's enough about Khabib. We all know about his strengths. He's he's going to get the belt. I'm convinced of it. Really? Now. It's only a matter of time. If he loses to Tony, well, Ferguson, Tony Ferguson... Tony Ferguson is a bad motherfucker. I right know now. that. And that's the fight they're picking I next. know that. And that speaks... to Like, Tony Ferguson, all things considered, is a badass... That speaks to Habib's skills. I, I think it's only a matter of time. Tony might win one fight, but Habib will come back. We don't agree on this. Okay. I wouldn't go as far to say that it's a foregone conclusion that Habib. I have Definitely seen will. Tony's bottom game, and it is just as lethal, in my opinion, as Habib's top game. You saw what he did to Kevin Lee. All these guys that have fought him, he just cuts them up. Just he's there, and it feels like when you're in Tony Ferguson's garden, yeah. you're in more danger than if he were on top of you. Because he's slicing you up with elbows, he's constantly looking for submissions. He does have a crazy guard. He does have a crazy. Guard. He's doing the rubber guard, like Eddie Bravo. And he's deadly from the feet too. Oh, he's very unorthodox. And then he deadly. makes guys shoot on him. Yeah, yeah. Because he he bops him. He comes on him hands down, and he puts afraid. hands on him. Oh, he's his games. He's not, he's not afraid of anything. So I can't. That's what I like about. That's him. the crazy part. I can't even say I'd love would to win see the that fight, fight with Habib. I can't wait to see that fight. I'd either. rather see Habib fight Ferguson and the winner fight Conor. I'm sure that's what, what although happened. I do think the fight is Tony Ferguson and Connor Connor needs to come out of hiding because we have an interim champ. Tony is the interim champ see I you I hate titles like that bottom line yeah. is you don't fight you give up the title actually Dana White said <coughs> that he has until March I know he said it, 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 we're not waiting on good him, which is was his last social media and post. as a Connor fan I'm a huge Connor I fan. know you guys are I don't like him in either of these matchups. I, I don't either. I don't it's like him dangerous. against Ferguson. I, I, I don't. liked him against Habib. I uh, actually, before this fight, before this fight against Ensign, because we saw him get I cracked. thought Ferguson is going to give him as much trouble, to be honest. There is danger. I think there's danger for Tony Ferguson if he fights Conor. Why? He's got a better chin. than think. gets Tony has he been known hit. to get hit. He gets hit. You saw that in the Kevin Lee fight. Yeah. He got hit. And, and Granted, I he was beautiful. It was beautiful his game plan and tying Kevin Lee out, but he did get hit in that first. And I round. don't know if he can take those power shots from Connor. From Connor, yeah, Connor he's got a can great. sleep you. He just slept Eddie Alvarez when he took the title. And Eddie Alvarez is one of the most violent guys. And, I know, yeah. and you know after watching that chief no, fight true. that Eddie Alvarez is a bad motherfucker. Yeah, that's true. So watching that, I am, I am, <clears throat> my interest is peaked for sure. I but, still want to see all three fights. Oh, I would rather three. see Ferguson be... And then I'd rather see around robin. I think Connor's definitely going to take back his claims that he wants Khabib in Russia, though. I would After not watching take that, that fight, man. That's a dangerous fucking what? fight. Oh, he wants to fight. Oh, oh, wants way to fight. earlier, way earlier, he was like, I want, I want... As soon as he won the lightweight title, he was like, I want Khabib in Russia. I think that would be unbelievable. That would be unbelievable. They'd sell that bitch out. But he would get smiggity smushed, man. For sure. Uh, for sure? Dude... Do you think his striking is anywhere near as good as Edson's? Uh, no, I think his boxing is better than Edson's. I do think his boxing is boxing better than Boxing has always been Edson's uh, not a strong suit. Yeah, but I'm telling you, just what, 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 But Edson's kickboxing is far better. But no, what's going to keep you at range? What's going to keep you at range? Not in uh, Kickboxing. Not the kicking because well, the kicking is going to get you taken down because no, Khabib was running straight at Edson. Yeah. Wh- what is Connor going to do if, if he runs be right a, at a exhibit a Michael Johnson fight oh, with man. Khabib. Khabib was walking him down and got clipped. He did not sprint at him like he did against Edson. He got clipped. Didn't he? Did he not? He did. And yeah, Connor, when Connor clips you, you're usually going out. It's usually you're going to sleep. We'll have to see. Unless you're Nate Diaz and your chin is made of fucking Rock. mahogany and iron. Yeah, Man, no shit. Jesus fucking. Stepped Christ. right in front of that shit and said punch me again, bitch. Yeah, he did say punch me again, bitch. <clears throat> he did. I'm sure he did. Yeah. Flipped in the birds. Yeah. yeah. I Stacked mean Stocked him. Well oh, fuck him. Stocked him. him. <laughs> I mean, but wow. I wow. still think Ferguson's the best. I haven't seen him be fight, but I still think Ferguson's the toughest guy. Ferguson's right nasty, he man. He is. I'm sorry. He's just not afraid to get in the trenches. He's again. not. El Kukui. He I doesn't used, care. You know me. I used to not be a big Ferguson fan. Anybody you throw in the he ring He won with me him. over with his constant fights, and he's just fucking yeah. nasty. He, just, he won me over weird. with the way he trains, man. Like he's a beast. A His trainer saying he trains six hours a day. I believe it. He's a beast. He's Up in, in the mountains, shape. like he's in fucking Rocky. IV. I mean, and he's not afraid. No matter who you throw, they throw assassins against him. They're gonna have care. to pay Conor sixty million dollars to fight him. I'm sure. Maybe oh more. yeah. If he's yeah, going to you know what? It's worth the Gucci the Slides for UFC. Uh, it's shorts it's, again. It's worth the payday to get him either either Conor comes back and is resurrected, mm-hmm. or he goes out in a blaze of glory. Do you think Conor's legacy can handle another loss? Uh, yeah, I do. In his weight class, you know, I think so too. Because if you look at like Sugar Ray Leonard, yes. and Roberto, Roberto Duran, yep, those guys have losses on Burns, the record because they were never f- afraid to fight, fight any Hagler, fucking buddy any right. time. And those guys even got more respect for it. I think it's the same with Conor. Conor took Nate Diaz on. He two took free He took free fights. The whole the the Mayweather thing was just a freak fight. That's what I'm saying. That's why. And, I, I mean, and Diaz is confused. a freak fight, but that, if he would lose in his own I mean, no weight class, I respect that. That's why I'm confused, though, because if he's so unafraid to take Nate Diaz at 170, which is a why the terrible, fuck is he afraid of guys in his I own weight class? I don't think he's I, afraid. Something else is going on. You no, no, no he's balling out right now. I don't think he's running at all. I think he's balling, balling. balling you think he's, balling, he's living large off that money? Fuck yeah! And I'm, I'm glad. Take he's your definitely time. Definitely not rest fear. Up. I think it could be. His, I think and it's not only do I think that Connor is a he might be hurt. I think it's an Not only it could be His knees. I don't know who's going to win. knee was always his bothering. Knee was bothering him. I don't know who's going to win any of those fights. I don't know. I like you to were see. Getting, when we started talking, you said for certain could be Habib. Oh, the Habib would be Ferguson. I think Habib will beat both of them. Or Haley. Yeah. I'd pay good money to see all of them. I'd, I'd pay Habib Ferguson, and then whoever wins fights Conor. And then whoever loses against Con- whoever loses between... Bounces to the loser. Bounces to the loser. And then, come- yeah, and then you come right back to the title match again. You see what I mean by round Robin? That way everybody gets a fair shot. In that division, and you- I don't even know who is uh, third and fourth. No, you don't. But they're fucking... They're, but they're that's fucked. my whole point. You're fucked. You're going to be waiting for while. What are you going to go? You're going to go to the top three and fight Ferguson? You're going to oh. be waiting for a while. Yeah, but these- You're going to go fight Habib? But-, but isn't that more interesting to do to do a round robin that way, I mean, I'd pay to see all that all over again. Like a tournament style. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think that's far more interesting. And you're talking a tournament style just within the two next events. Mm-hmm. I mean, three, three technically. But within the two next events, you're going to know what the fucking deal is. There were so many questions going into the and Barbosa fight. and Every one of them was answered. One, every he's one got, of them was answered. He's got the answered. heart of a fucking lion, dude. It's one fight, though. No, you, you got to watch. I know. He he you got to you know. watch. He took enough this damage guy, for three fights. This is a guy I who know. put Tony Ferguson in trouble. Edson put Tony Ferguson in trouble. Multiple before times. Before losing to him. Uh, Edson has knocked out top guys in the division. And just to get handled, handled gets, like that. Oh, you got that's it. A, that's Dude. a huge statement win. Okay. But, Connor, get out of the Gucci bathtub, bro. We need you to fight these boys. I just hope he doesn't blow all of it. I don't think he will. But. He's coming out with the notorious Irish whiskey. That's Diddy Bread. That's Did you Diddy see him Bread. tweet yeah. that? He tweets, uh, "You should. Uh, we'll probably link the, the Twitter uh, rant he went on. That's Diddy Bread for someone who's already got Diddy Bread. Yeah, he's like, that's came Diddy out Bread English. on Diddy Bread. And I was like, yeah, I was like, what? Is he from Wales? He came out <laughs> English, but he's got Diddy Bread on Diddy Bread, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, he seemed like a whirlwind. What do you mean? He stormed in. stormed Conner. out. Yeah, that's what he said he would do from the very beginning. In like 2009, he was like, "I'm gonna come in and get this fucking cheddar, and then I'm out." And he—that he, may be it. Probably. He'll return. I think he's too much of a competitor to. You know. You know what I I'd, I'd love to see? Like, preferably, one more MMA fight, maybe one more freak show boxing fight, and then do movies and Hollywood. Do movies. Man. I want to see him in a, Hollywood. I don't know about movies. What do you mean? He's been offered them already. Yeah. He turned them down because he wants to focus He did on that fighting. one he did that one fucking Pegasus commercial for like 2 million and then that's it. He turned I think people down. would love to see him in the, the same role as like a Tate Fletcher. I haven't even seen Tate Fletcher in movies. Do you know T- Tate no, Fletcher? What, what? is? A former take... heavyweight fighter in the Yeah, I know who he, he is. He plays the bad guy that gets killed in every movie. I've oh, seen, seen He was in Jumanji. I haven't he was seen in The Equalizer. He he's in pretty much everything under the sun. Oh, okay. Though. I think Connor will be the star in movies. Yeah, I think Connor could... I don't think he'd be the villain that gets killed though. I, I think he is versatile. He's, he can play all over the place. He's a Dan and Dan Lewis.
1: Now let's get to the final. Now that we.
0: Sorry. Shit, that was, he's a I'm sorry, that was great. But he still has an Irish yeah. accent because he can't fucking. There will act. be blood! There, there will be blood! Where's my fucking gun? <laughs> Where's the other fucking gun? <laughs> there will be fucking blood, yeah. <laughs> I said what? this three times. <laughs> fucking blood. With my treat piece so <laughs> Anyway, let's get into the final fight. Oh! Pinstrope says, fuck you! <laughs> The pinch shot. I love that. That the, the press conference when the pinch <laughs> the says, suit says "fuck, Fuck you. you." Yeah. But the final fight on the card of USC 219 was Chris Cyborg versus Holly Holm. You know what? Just to start this fight, I hate that some people tried to paint this fight as a bully beatdown. I what? hate it. What do you mean a bully beatdown? Uh, they're just. I you click on the, uh, the any of the Instagram posts yeah. about this fight, any of the Facebook posts, any of the Twitter editing. Lo- Twitter threads, everyone's like, ah, ha. Cyborg beat that ass. Cyborg devastated. Like, she destroyed her. Oh, okay. I don't think it was a destroying, but I think it was a definite win. It was so close. It was a 3-2. Yeah, it's 3-2. Three, 3-2 two. Three, two win. <laughs> yeah, but one round swings it easily. Of course, of course. That's what I just said. But it's- I don't know why some people paint it as though... If it's a 3-0, then, and then it's a it, 10. I think it was well, a no, 3-2 technical. If it were a 4-1, then it'd be a... And she, it, Cyborg showed off her skill in this fight. Like, you know what I what was, mean? Yeah, I so This was not where she was just showing off her muscle and athleticism. She showed off her skill against a legitimate kickboxer and boxer in Holly Holm. I was surprised with Cyborg's patience. I didn't think... I thought she would surely get frustrated that Holly was keeping good range. And I thought, without a doubt, she'd start rushing in and get clipped by some of Holly counter counterpunching. But to my surprise, Cyborg did a lot of counterpunching. Yeah. And she caught Holly with some great combinations. Was it Holly's left eye or was it her right eye? One of her eyes. Oh, man. swollen shed. Oh, my God. It if was she, like the size had, of the iceberg that sunk the Titanic. On, if she had two of those media. black eyes, she would have looked like a fucking gray from X-Files. Her face yeah. was all swollen up. Yeah. <laughs> she looked like an alien. She looked like she'd be in like the basket card of a bicycle and just let it take flight, dude. She looked <laughs> horrible. It was a rough one. Because, dude, you got a freaking 170-pound woman. 170 pounds of woman coming at you. And she's going to... Professional athlete, man. She's a... Oh, professional She's a once-in-a-lifetime athlete. You're watching possibly the the biggest, most skilled female fighter we've seen. Definitely. You know, the thing that kills me is Holly did so well, but it was apparent that it was above her weight class. You and know what w- I mean? And one fighter, I think, was better. Just better. She was better. She was better. Even though I'm not going to say it was Bigger, a devastating one, better. it was yeah. definitely a she was better and she deserved to win that fight she right. did deserve to win it I don't want to see a rematch right away I want to see cyborg against Amanda Nunez many Nunez that's what everybody's calling or, for um, make that fight the lioness fight. Damn, the lioness Amanda Nunez has a fucking great fight disgusting striking yes she does that's a better that's the cyborg didn't want to fight her though why so she, dangerous. Doesn't, she doesn't want to fight Brazilians Brazilian on Brazilian she she's actually, like Brazilian on Brazilian she's We're got a team. lot of pride and she doesn't so what? Take she your said we same team. But th- then after the fight, she was like, if Nunez wants to fight me that badly, I'll fight her. That's the way it should be. Nunez is a bad cheek. I'd love dude. to see that Oh, fight. my God. Watching her fights against Ronda. Yeah, but that's the fight Not you want to see. And the, the funny thing, though, is before this Holly Holm fight, Nunez was singing a different tune. She was like, I don't really want to fight Cyborg. My division is 135. I'll be here. But now she's like, yeah, I'll, I'll fucking fight Cyborg. So I don't know if she sees a hole in her game or... She wants that super fight money. Yeah, I think super she fight wants money. that. That would be my guess. Yes. She wants to Who get it. Who doesn't paid? want super fight? Everyone Everybody wants super does. fight money. Right and if you, if you go up, not only you get super fight money. You don't have to cut as yeah. much. And the you, and and you get the brutal. notoriety comes with it. I mean, yeah. it's just huge. It's a win all the way around. And just speaking of notoriety, both Cyborg and Nunez are crying for some of that notoriety. Yeah, I was, just, I was just thinking. They, I mean, no, maybe, promotion. Maybe, no promotion. Maybe maybe daddy will show him some love. They need it, dude. <laughs> dude in Nunez, we have the first lesbian champion in yeah. the UFC. I know. And no one's told her Nobody, story. Nothing. She's nothing. come from Brazil to America, trained her ass off at American Top Team, iced Ronda Rousey, iced Misha Tate. I know. And no one's talking no. about her. And all, all Dana did was talk about Ronda. You have you have the making of a legit star with Amanda Nunes. If you just put a little marketing money behind, he's doing her. nothing. And doing then Cyborg, nothing. Her reputation speaks for itself. She's been icing chicks ba- way back in MMA. It was pretty. It was miraculous. She she's she's in, a great. She's one of the best stories, and they're just not telling it. Nothing. <laughs> we're and, and we're not even saying you got to go real deep dive. All you have to do is just. Put out a clean, crisp analysis. Dude, you got to pay, just pay a fucking, a, a, a team. You don't even have to m- yeah. th- make no, like, make a little movie. Do a web series on each of the champions yep. and post that shit on y- your YouTube page. That's, that's it. That's all you got to do. And then if someone's like, oh, you're not telling the stories, drop them a link. Yeah. Drop them a <laughs> link. Like, no, it's like, no, true. Playlist. It's the ultimate, watch it's the ultimate playlist. FU. It's kind of like what they do it. with the embeddeds, like to a certain exactly. extent. Exactly. Do it embedded, but on one person, tell their story fully. it. Like you will create stars. It is your job to create stars and WME needs to h- get on that fucking I, train. I agree with that. Don't put your eggs in a, like a Conor McGregor's basket. He'll only be around for so long. I know. And you've heard and me And he's, say only, that one he's, he's only, only one man. He's only one guy. You need to build divisions and you need to build exactly. many, many stars. Who's standing around in and front of you that you could be p- promoting. That's another thing I worry about seeing the promotion for the UFC 220. You know, it's a lot of Ninganu centric advertising. That's all it one is. Guy. One guy. Not Stepe. Like, Stipe's getting some of the Stipe love. Is and is champion. But and st- here's the scary thing. part. They're calling, st- like, they're like, who's in the way of this? Stipe's in the way. And it's yeah. like, his next optical is Stipe. And I'm like, Stipe's the champ. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? He's the challenger. And he's the, and not only they, that, he's the underdog. You can tell that the UFC well, daddies. Well, the betting odds you can't really control The those, UFC but. daddies and the big honchos clearly want. Ninganu yes, to they take do. To victory. take this victory. Yeah. He's the next world superstar. Dana White's already said that. I mean, it is attractive. How funny is it, though? I'm sorry to cut you off, but how funny is it, though? Even even Joe Rogan, tends he tends to perpetuate a lot of these hype trains. And oh, I'm, sure. And I'm a huge Joe Rogan fan. He's one of the big reasons we started podcasting. Absolutely. But you see a fighter win four fights, by knockout, three fights by knockout, four. That's pretty crazy. But three fights by knockout in a row, and he'll he'll be one of the first people to be like, "Oh, we may be witnessing the next Mike Tyson. We may be witnessing yeah, uh, oh the the, no, yeah, the yeah. next uh, insert great here." Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. He kind of has a, he kind of has, kinda has a point. come on, man. He kind of has a point. Comparing with him to Mike Tyson already. Okay. Already. No, no, no. Comparing him to being uh, having the potential to be the next. You know, Mike Tyson in MMA and be that big guy? There are a lot of people with potential no, wait, all wait, over wait, the place. Wait. Not the physical attributes in the Nagano. Oh, uh, I take, take Umbrose to that. No, 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 Let me let As me. As a guy who grew picture. up watching Mike Tyson, no, there page. was only one okay. Mike Tyson. There will obviously, be never no, another Mike Tyson. But comparisons are bound to happen. And I'm telling you guys, Ngannou has the potential to be a huge star, a massive star. When you talk about his story, and I think that's why Joe's kind of like talking about this, because people should know his story. He came from nothing. He was homeless. And then three years ago, you know, or or some years, some odd years ago, I don't want to get it wrong. I don't want to be incorrect. He walked into an MMA gym, trained, was like a sponge, learned these skills. And like a couple years later, he's fighting for the title of the UFC. That is a meteoric rise. Yeah, but I just akin to a Mr. Mike Tyson when he came out of nowhere and was icing fools. Yeah, but I just don't you think that this this hysteria and this stuff that this uh, meteoric rise that you seem to be comparing it to. Don't you think that's the UFC's promotion dollars at work, and we should have this for many other fighters? You, mm. you keep telling his story. Uh, there are other people who have amazing stories exactly. too. And you got to remember, Mike Tyson's wasn't meteoric. You got to remember, he's been fighting since he was a little kid, like he's 12. That's the that's the crazy thing about okay. Nagami. He, he fought a, for like eight or nine years, okay, to be a, a, an extremely good boxer. Anytime yeah. there is a power puncher. And he puncher, didn't pick it up quick. Anytime there is a power puncher, they will be compared to Mike Tyson. It is inevitable. It is inevitable. Yeah, but how many Michael Jordans are there? Well, because he's the standard. It's like okay. saying this car okay, that's is my as whole good point. as everybody. Cam- you know what I'm saying, though. And you know Guess how I what? love when they do that. Then just go get a Camry. Every yeah. every basketball player is compared to who? Jordan and LeBron. That's just the, that's the thing. Mm. That is the thing. You're going to compare it to the idols. You, you It's inevitable. So yeah, I'm but you know Nganu what? Just, just take the, it down a notch till the, they I agree win with something. You. Nganu, I agree with you. Take saying, it down a notch till he wins. That's I'm all saying, I'm saying. Did he win yet? Yes, he's won. He hasn't won a title. He's won against no, very skilled opponents. But, he's won against but that's my opponents. whole point. Can we settle down until he gets a, gets a title on him? I agree. And with then def- you. and then defends it one time. I agree with you. I think the potential is there, but the potential is there for many people. I know that comparing him to Mike Tyson, the is, same potential. You think uh, other fighters in the UFC have the same potential that Ngannou does? I think to they be a have, star. Yes, they have the same potential Who? to be a star. You just mentioned they didn't advertise them. Who? You just said new They're not advertised. We don't know. We don't know who they are. But I think the potential's there. How long did They it... might not have the same physical attributes. That's what I'm saying. And that, and you know very well that that brings in the, the Fairweather fans. That brings in a lot of new people to the sport. Oh, come when come you have a guy with but those attributes. Johnson got no freaking love for people, years. People for that latch, reason. People latch on to stories <sighs> more than physical attributes, in my opinion. Tell that tell that to heavyweights always doing better numbers. Finishes. That's because finishes are more likely. Exactly. I'm, talking, I'm not talking about. Okay, the, so we're going to move on. Yeah, we're going to move on. All right. <laughs> we're gonna do, we could do this all day. I, I think it's going to be interesting. It'll Either be interesting. Way. Either way, comparisons need to be made. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> uh, gotta have that last <laughs> no, word, bitch. It's not the last word because I agree. I'm just saying they're being made too soon. Too that's s- fair. That's completely. Fair. Well, that's what we were all saying. That's Let what him I've been win saying the whole time. Let him defend the title, and then you know what? If you want to draw comparisons, go right. I just ahead. think that he has the most potential right now to be a star. That's all I was saying. Then it should be stopped there, and then let's just move on. Okay. Now we're gonna get into some fight news before we get into the predictions for the upcoming card with uh, Duho Choi versus Jeremy Stevens. Um, this is a statement that actually came on a Joe Rogan's MMA show with Jeff Nowitzki talking about um, John Jones did not. In- uh, uh, Nowitzki believes that John Jones did not intentionally take a banned substance. Yes, he I says that. that it appears that way. It is. is it, it, yeah, uh. and he like, it is surely his opinion. This is not re- re- indicative of the results that are going to happen in the court hearings. This is just merely what Jeff thinks because it doesn't make a lot of sense he explained it. You can go check out the, the, the Jorgen MMA show yep, that's exactly with Jeff Yep, And he explains it in depth, way better than we could, of how it didn't make sense to take that very testable steroid. Drinabol because initially they thought that the drug had a very short uh, half-life or time in the body. But it, now it has like months. Yeah. They they developed because a test for exactly. the metabolites of the uh, drug. Of the drug. So they can figure can how detectable. long it for months. And, and this is well known because the drug is old. So it would make no sense for John Jones and to take it. And the levels he had were not... The juice wasn't worth the squeeze. That's what was apparently what the word on the street is. Yeah, but what about the other stuff he tested positive for? That's a different story. That's a whole different story. Yeah, but this is that, a different I mean, story. can anybody else hear that door creaking open? Let's crack the door for John. Let's well, no, the, the other door. case... Legacy done. is no, already tainted for that.
1: Yeah, let's uh, not... Just,
0: we're talking uh, about I'm, the new case. I know, I'm just over that. Every time you bring up that, I'm just going to get like so over it. He's already... Right. He but he's, it is interesting. He's good at fucking up and disappointing fans. But it is interesting that Nowitzki says this because that it, there is hope that John Jones will one day re enter the octagon. Whether or not fans want him to, it, it is a possibility after hearing this. And there's the bottom line is they still owe him two fights. Under contract. That that the funny true. thing that, that struck me that I did, was unaware of is that Nowitzki is a UFC employee. I always thought yes. that he worked for USADA. No, he does not. He's a go-between. Like he he's trying to be an advocate for the fighters. Yes. Meanwhile, I thought he was trying to catch fighters. There's two because of them. Brendan Schaub had dubbed yeah. him the golden, golden snitch. Golden snitch. And I always <laughs> thought he was the guy searching for the yeah. PDs. And no. the, the 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 misnomer worked. I was like, oh Nowitzki, he's that bad guy trying to catch he's fighters. He's trying yeah. to sniff out the drugs. He's actually there to help the fighters. Yeah, he's tr- an advocate. Yep. Because USADA, they have no contact. They they no. gather information, they gather evidence, and then they make their decisions exactly. without having any contact. And the and he's one of the guys and there's also the lady that works with him that actually yeah. goes in and investigates the the what they took. What possibilities if it was taken accidentally? Oh, I'm not quite sure. What it, I think I is Donna or something. Donna. It is Donna. And she used to work uh, personal secretary for Dana White, became event coordinator, coordinator, and then got burnt out on that and asked to be transferred over to this. And that's where she's currently at right now. But, um, yeah, he, he doesn't work for USADA. USADA only – and I, I did not know that they hand down their own punishment either. That's something I learned. Yeah, on it's, that. A yeah different, yes, it's a different adjudication process. Yeah, I like had me. no idea. So that's shocking to me. It's pretty interesting. All right, but hopefully, you know, John Jones fans, some good news for you. John Jones haters, some bad news for you. <laughs> Potentially. Potentially. He Potentially. may come back sooner than anticipated. But or, he's looking at up to four years. It's four years. Four years. Up to four years. Yeah, because of the stuff he previously tested positive for, even in this time. But and it's the second offense. It looks like there could be mitigating circumstances that lessens that. That's where we'll leave that. I mean, how long's it been now? He just got suspended He's last been year. out for like nine months or something. Nine months after he knocked out DC. After he knocked yeah. out DC. All right. Now let's get into the next uh, topic. Ian McCall. You may know him as uh, Creepy Uncle. Uncle Creepy. Uh, uh, Uncle Creepy. Sorry. Creepy Uncle. Uncle Creepy. Um, he Science. was a really great fighter in the UFC for a long time in yeah. the flyweight division. Gave probably the best... A uh, shot at the title to Demetrius Johnson, mm-hmm. towards the end of the fight was really beating up on DJ pretty bad. He's just this very close to a stoppage, in my opinion. My thing is, uh, it's not my thing. It's it's obvious. Uh, he's been riddled with injuries throughout his career, and right. that's been his he number has one huge problem downfall. with his hands. He can't even make a fucking fist, dude. Like he punches really. people with a claw. But fighting's his life, and he said he'll do it no matter what. And he actually Jeez. left the UFC. Doesn't have enough money. Huh? And, is no, well, and is I'm n- sure he just loves, sure to, fight. Yeah, he just loves Ryzen's, to fight. Ryzen's paying. Now, I don't I'm think sure. it's a money thing. I truly think it's a. Makes you wonder. Well, God, he hasn't raised any of those red flags like, you got bills to pay, man. Oh, yeah. He's or, just always been like, I Mouth's love to fight. Thing. This is what I do. I, n- I don't want to do anything. But Even me. if you have bills to pay, that's the move to make. Now. Ian McCall was weighing in at Ryzen, his new fighting, uh, new fight promotion he's fighting for right. in Japan, and he gets slapped by his opponent upside the head. <laughs> the like way-ins. you know those little uh, disrespectful, like behind the head, like bitch, like to the back of the head kind of thing. Yeah, at the Wayne's because because uh, he was like just that? laughing at his opponent. He was his laughing at his opponent. So opponent was talking this ridiculous shit, and Ian does what I would do in the situation. I'd do that to anybody if they slap my head like that. Yeah. And you're a fighter. I don't need, if it's someone I don't even know and he slaps the back of my head that hard. Ian just turned, popped him a good one in the face. Good for him. And I'm like, you know what? You don't lay your hands on somebody. You get your fucking come up S- He slapped him. No, here, no, no here, but here, we'll that's we'll my show. It. We'll show it. Yeah, we'll show you guys a, a quick uh, clip of it. Yeah, but I agree with that. Oh. It's uh, it's pretty interesting. They were eventually broken up, but you can just see his opponent yeah. just talking mad shit. Yeah, we're watching the clip here. He just got slapped and he popped- See, it wasn't, wasn't- It wasn't- He wasn't, he wasn't like, throwing with malicious intent. Yeah. Just let him know, don't touch me, bitch. Like, don't yeah. do it. It was a stiff punch. And he's laughing laughing gets not slapped. doing anything he go. popped him good in the face good so, for him you don't touch another fighter at the no, especially a fighter are you fu- are you joking dude like it was just clear to me how unprofessional uh uncle creepy was in the right he's in the right here not yeah. the asshole yeah fuck no. fuck that guy Good, good on Ian. McCall. The good thing is, the good thing is about this. Well, he I popped know. him good too. I oh, like he that. caught him on. The I can watch this again and again and the, again. G- the uh, his opponent tried to punch him back twice because he, he knew that that fucking hurt. <laughs> that's why he tried to retaliate. He's like, ah, that really hurt, dude. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Fuck, I hope Uncle Creepy won that fight. I don't even yeah. know how that turned out. oh I have to look that up. All later. right, now yeah. let's get in the next topic. Daniel Cormier, DC, maybe going into his last fighting year in twenty eighteen. He's talked about this in the past. You know, he's he's not getting any younger. That's what he said. And he's been training hard for a long time. And you know what? AKA, they train day in and day out, constantly yeah, putting pressure on each other. He talks about you know the wear and tear on his body. He's had some wars with Alexander S- Augustus in, Jones. Jones, yeah. So yeah. he's beginning to contemplate retirement. And you know how we were talking about red flags before? Red flag. That's a red flag, sir. I don't think so. I, I no, actually disagree. you don't? I disagree. Because uh, tell me. DC said he's he might be going into his last year of fighting. I just see that... If, if that's if that C I don't think it is, is in your brain, no no no. I don't think it means that he wants out. I think that means that he's gonna gauge where he's at. Look at his performance. It did not seem like a weak move for me. Oh, man. It seemed like he was put it this way after the beating I he took from John Jones. And then if he turns around and gets tooled on next time. That John Jones knockout was vicious. Vicious. Some serious know, brain vicious. trauma. Vicious. John brain know. down shots well after he had to. And I was just like, fuck. Right. You know Anthony, it's not even that, that he faked the one the one kick and then he got kicked in the face when he started to lean down like that. Because yeah, he keeps leaning down. And you know, months before that, John was like, I know how I'm going to finish you. And then Daniel Cromer's like, you're going to kick me in the head, John? You're going to kick me in the head because I lean over? I'm going to have that fixed by the time we fight. And he didn't. Didn't have it He didn't have it fixed. But, but I love that. I don't mean to care. I just want to say this one part. You ever see that... That video of him dancing in front of the cupcakes. Cupcakes, yeah. it's great. I'm all it just, about that, about it that, just, that Every time, as soon as I saw this, that video, I kept playing it on my phone. So I just keep <laughs> sitting and just, I just smile. I just hope he has enough money. To and have and, all the kids. And, and if he, And if that dude wants to ride off and he does He's that. He's an he, amazing commentator. He, that's my whole point. That's what I was just going to say. If he wants to ride off and and do that do that dance and Just do the commentary, I'm all for that because you know he's a good dude. Yeah, and his personality's real. He's there's it nothing is. fake about. I, c- him. I could listen to him comment to him and Joe all day long, and he does his own show too. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. You know, if he decides to hang it up and he's got enough bank, he does have his own podcast now. Does, does he? really? He does. So you can check that out. Hey. Call in, D.C. Oh, he's been a fan. <laughs> right. He's a huge fan of D.C. <laughs> but my thing is, we we heard, you know who we heard say this? Anthony Johnson. And did you watch his last fight against D.C.? It seemed like he didn't want to be in there, man. No. Anthony Johnson. He actually re- re- Anthony Johnson it was completely different, though. Because Anthony Johnson was like, I'm not, I don't like training as much. He said, I don't that, don't he like oh. he said that he That's was dieting. fight He said that he was never even a real fighter. That he did oh, it because he was good on, at it. He no, said yeah. And oh. then D.C. never said anything like that. No, I, that's why I think people not, are drawing conclusions. They're like, oh, he must be done. He's on his way. No, out." No, I'm not saying he's on his I way out. Him I'm not saying cupcakes every time we that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying he's done. I'm not saying he's on his way out. I'm not comparing you him. In- insinuated. That. No, I'm not. All I'm saying it's a flag. I, all, it's a flag. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying it's a flag. And I'm saying, well, it, can you picture Ferguson saying that? No. That's my whole point. That's my whole point. Well, Ferguson still has more to accomplish. I'm saying if if he's in that same position where it's a grinding fight and he's in the position to get finished, you don't think the thought might enter his head? Man, I really don't want to do this anymore. Or I might just stop now. I don't no. think so. Man. You don't think so. I, I think he's a tough guy, especially yeah. mentally tough. I'm not saying he's tough. not tough. No, I'm saying mentally tough. Okay. I don't I, think he'll I, I don't that. think he'd do that in a fight. I'll disagree with you on that, Mace. I agree with Cameron. I think he'll I don't do, think you, I, I think it's he, a I think he'll do that in that last yeah, day of training. I think, I think he's <laughs> no. He's in that third hour going, "Oh man, I think he's a very proactive and smart guy. And that's what I think he meant by saying this might be my last year fighting. I didn't think it was any indication and, and, that he feels like he's on the way out. Especially with his background in, in Olympic wrestling. Those guys never dog it. Yeah. I, that's true. They don't. He's a, different, he's a different kind of athlete. He's a different cat. <laughs> it's a red flag. It's and, a red flag, but he's a different cat. And if this is his last year, I hope he finishes on top. Me too. God bless him. Yes. And the next topic we're getting into is... Uh, uh, George, GSP's GSP legacy. Yes, and, and, what, <laughs> and what his situation is right now? Will he ride off into the sunset with the middleweight belt and vacate? He's what's going to already vacated. Happen? He already vacated. he already vacated, yep. he already vacated. Jesus a while ago. Dana White. Yikes! Believe me, he will fight again. And. Well, it just goes to show you you can't trust what Dana White says. Absolutely, absolutely. 110%. Dana White's a personality first and foremost, and he puts the UFC first and foremost. One hundred percent. His statements are what's good for the UFC and Tana White now what's true and what's and good for the fans away. yeah of course I that's just, kind of now, now that you mentioned that he really does focus on building his own star more than most of the fighters almost all of them yes He's as big of a name. Uh, He's been an important building and pioneer in MMA, so he kind of deserves that a little bit. Yeah, I know he deserves to be a big star, but I'm saying he's he's still using his assets and his platform to build his own star. Yeah, but one more to save the proof. I think he he kind of has that weight to throw on because of the fact that he's pioneered. And I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that that's why I understand. All right, and you know you don't trust. I've never trusted what Dana White said. Dana White's promised fights that have never come to fruition. You Very know? true. Like GSP. <laughs> like GSP. Most <laughs> <I suppose laughs> recent example. I think GSP. It was in his contract. Oh this yeah, one. and he gave me his word he wouldn't vacate. I'm not mad. Vacates you know Dana. Today. I'm I will not, not mad. The fight. Yeah, it sounds like I, BJ Penn. I, I will not fight no, again. No, it's not high pitch enough. I will not. Four f- two fights. They will not fight again. <laughs> that sounded like BJ Penn. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Hey, Dana. But, you know when vacate. Dana told me vacate that doesn't sound like anybody god guys <laughs> fuck, fuck. <laughs> sorry no but uh, GSP <laughs> I, I wouldn't be mad if he rode off into the sunset how about you I was shocked he came back man I have a problem with him coming back at all I thought they should have given Luke. If you were going to let somebody... It's already happened, though. Uh, well, then you're asking me how I I'm felt. I'm asking, do you feel, how do you feel about him <laughs> riding off into the sunset? I think he's a bitch before, and I think he's a bitch afterwards. A
1: well, I don't think he's a bitch. I don't think he's a, bitch. Think he's a bitch. That's <laughs> a
0: way overstate. <laughs> wow. Sorry. He hey, choked out Michael Bisman. A man a says wasn't. he's going to fight the title. He'll defend the title. A man defends the title. You do what you say, and you say when you say something, you do it. He shouldn't have said that. He should have consulted his team first because... If you look at all the matchups for him at 185 and 170, suck. this guy was tailor made for him. They're not. And good. then he has Frozhabi now campaigning for these crazy super fights. What? Yeah, Frozhabi was. Oh, against Connor at one like yeah, 160, campaigning for like these crazy Who cares? super fights. We don't want like, super fights. I'd rather get back you know, in your weight class. The funny thing, that fight makes more sense for Connor than fighting anybody at 155. I don't like him money monetarily. Monetarily, not matchup wise. Not monetarily, matchup mm. GSP's a big fucking guy. Yeah. He's a big guy. I'm saying he'll make a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> if the money fight is what Connor, I think searching GSP's for. legacy is already cemented. He's a he's a landmark fighter. I think I one think of the that, best champions um, of all time at 170. I think he's still too high in the pound for pound rankings. It makes no sense. Oh, that was garbage when he was placed two. I was number two, two what? What? with Adam, one fight back bro. after forty years. Spang, I was like, okay. Okay. Really? Paulus, Paulus. Really. Bisping? Bisping's an amazing fighter. TJ Dillashaw was placed below him? Are you fucking kidding me? That's baloney. I think Cody Garbrandt should be placed me below Me too. Him. I was, Cody I was Garbrandt just say got it. finished by TJ Dillashaw. That's right. I think those two guys are on such a, a high level. level right now. And they're in their prime. Yep. I can't wait. I want to see those guys fight 10 again, times. So I put Ferguson again. above them too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and, and Habib. There you go. And Connor. And, and Connor, <laughs> he should be in the top 10. Uh, uh, you could go down that list. I'm sorry. I DC. Really, okay. I would put DC. DC. Is a more DC established above GSP. than the GSP. But do you see what I mean? Because it's not. And DP too, and I don't even like Stepe. It's because it's not legacy. <laughs> it's not legacy. I just don't buy it. It's pound for pound currently. I know. And the problem is you don't bring back a guy who you think can tailor ma- is tailor-made to beat another guy and then let him vacate. That's well, because the a rankings terrible don't move. mean shit anymore. It's a terrible move. It's a terrible move for the for the credibility of your sport. Well, the, it's not about the rankings. It's about making matchups that will sell pay per views. That's all that matters. But you can you can make fights within the rankings that will sell the seats and I agree. sell Even the, the, the fighters. Admit that the championship belts they don't mean anything anymore. Look at Cerrone. I mean, he should have the belt if he had a normal like level head. He'd wait, train yeah. intelligently, and then fight for a title. Every and, six months. Yeah. But he doesn't do that. But cowboy fights, you can't miss them, right? Yeah. You don't want to miss cowboy fights. No, you don't. So he still, he still garnishes those pay-per-view buys. Yes, he does. But does he does doesn't deserve have have all the fights? No. No. I think it does put a bit of a blot on his on GSP's legacy absolutely the fact you that vacated he did that not, did not stay or did not he needs to make his next moves more intentional but questioning that it displaces his whole legacy is it's a, it's a not lie. his whole legacy he's still one of the best fighters of all time it's just wonky it's um, like Sinatra in his later years he did some weird stuff <laughs> trying yeah. to stay relevant you know no, How much seriously. Sinatra you listen to? A too lot. much. Too much. You'd be surprised. <laughs> I guess I am surprised. To say I'm a huge Sinatra fan. Are you really? I really am. I did not know that. So I'm saying, mark that down. Yeah. Sinatra should get in the octagon. <laughs> Someone exhume him. <laughs> hey, hey, he could have vacated the belt too. <laughs> yeah, I I was He'll fight say. GSP. That you is a fight GSP would take. Yeah, absolutely. And then sure. vacate the belt. Probably. Exactly. <laughs> what, what weight Christ. class would you you think? Uh, Frank sinatra being like the 85 pound weight class now right yeah guessing, straw, right. straw weight straw weight you think he weighs skeleton weighs about 115 suit 125 the suit yeah he does have a suit on probably. Still. anyway anyway jesus that went dark next let's get into uh chael sunnen being bummed about his potential fight with chuck liddell being dead in the water i'm not I'm kind of... Uh, fuck all right, dude. Here's the thing. Why, does, Why do we need to bring back the fighters past their prime? Pause. Don't ruin the illusion. Pause. pause. Bellator. <laughs> Don't ruin it. Stop it. Bellator, <laughs> you're doing a lot of great stuff. Look at me in the eyes, Bellator. Look at me right now. Stop it. I'm going to spank you if you do it again. Right, I. You did it with Pat Shamrock and Henry Gracie. Stop it. Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock. Did I say... Ken Shamrock and Hoist Gracie. Hoist Gracie? Oh man! Henner's the young one! Henner is the young one. That's the son. Yikes! Dude, you know Hoist! (laughs) I know my names, dude. My names, you know me, when I get passionate, the names go to the wayside. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm on that monster. I'm buzzing right now. But go ahead. Let me not tell too. you. No, go ahead. Finish they your, ruined, your they're point about Polito. They are these fighters have amazing legacies. You're bringing yep. them back when they're 50. Exactly. You made Kimbo Slice and Kim Shamrock fight again. Why? And guess guess what? Guess what happened to Kimbo? Not too long after that. He that died. Not good. He died. So sad. And why do this? Why have the Dada 3000 fight in the Kimbo fight? I get it, it's money, but you're fighters will fight no matter what exactly. it's your job especially as the f- Iceman. and you how many times have you just said to me what draws protect your fighters protect your fighters well guess what then why do you bring back people past their prime who haven't been out of the game for so long their their brains are probably mush and and they need to be protected from themselves it is your job as a promotion and a front office to stop that shit in its tracks exactly. because fighters will want to fight and there's people you within the weight pro- classes you have. You need to be professional and say, guys, you're past your prime. Do, do grappling tournaments. Like I would love Chael's to see that. Submission Underground. Put these retired fighters in grappling tournaments where they're not going to take the trauma. I would pay to, to see that. And- Jerry talked about that. With the, uh, they were talking about jiu-jitsu. Combat jujitsu, Combat jujitsu With slaps. Slaps. Open hand slaps. Hey, Chuck Liddell and Chelsen. I would pay to see jiu-jitsu. that. Yeah. would not you pay to see that? Fuck yeah. Jiu-jitsu. Nothing but jiu-jitsu. open hands. No elbows. I'm in. That's sick. I'd watch this shit. Wouldn't you watch that it's shit? It's better than MMA I'm in. MMA I got a fight. goose bump. I'm in for that yeah, shit. That'd be, that'd be cool. It's better than MMA fight like uh, Tito and Chael. That was fuck bullshit. Me. Where yeah. there was the one second tap. Yeah. Jesus, this is the fastest <laughs> tap I've seen in the history. <laughs> I swear to God, it wasn't even that tight. Ch- uh, Chael was like, I'm done. It's over. He yeah, got uh, me. I, mean,
1: I, I couldn't I believe that
0: just, shit looked fake as fuck. Anyway, next topic. I, I think we debunked that yeah, one. Yeah, Bellator, but... please stop. Please stop. Don't do it to him. All right. Chuck, speaking you have enough money Bellator's Daniel Strauss is recovering in the hospital after a bad motorcycle accident. That's yeah. sad, man. I believe, he, Strauss, I believe he's in Florida, right? Yep. Yeah, he's a great fighter, man. I've you seen know some that, of his highlights. You know who that reminds me of? He almost died. Fuck, are you serious? Yep. That's terrible. That's terrible. No he ra- does he remind it. you of Jocko? No, I was going to say Frank Mir. Oh, yeah, never right. Never right. Never right after that motorcycle. Body composition was never Totally after changed. No, it's true. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Fuck you, bro. <laughs> No, come on! Fuck all you! Right, to dick stop messing so. with the legends. Okay. He's, his body composition was fucked because he's like, guess what, guys? I'm gonna eat like a martial artist, Frank. All you have pause. is brown rice. This was the funniest shit. You just shit. eat brown rice, Frank. We're watching the lead up to the fight. We... Stop! Br- uh, put some meat I, I, in there. I'm seeing Daniel Cormier jen- dance in front of the cupcakes again. We've seen he's <laughs> eating like a martial artist. We... Dude, my insulin We dropping. saw... <laughs> come on, dude. Saw... I've seen people. Dude, I've seen people before kickboxing <laughs> gonna eat a let devil me get dog. it dogs. People eat. People you gonna let me get it out? Eat double dogs before kickboxing, bro. What? Come it's on, it's a power man. bar. Come on, it's a power bar. Bullshit. <laughs> we saw the lead up. Bullshit, buddy. It's that's a power our, bar. That's a Hershey's. I'm bar. gonna come across this table. Let me. Let me get out. Come uh, on. We saw minute. the lead up to Mark Hunt and Frank Mir yeah. fight, and he was like, "Guys, I realized what I was doing. With the problem I was having earlier in my career, I was eating like a bodybuilder." Now I'm being like a martial artist, and I cut to him. No lie, eating noodles. fucking chicken and noodles. Oh. Giant more more noodles of than chicken and noodles. noodles. More ramen. And this Fuck, guy dude. was a hard two sixty-five, and I'm like Frank, but a soft two sixty-five. He was soft <laughs> as shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. I love you. The Frank we were pre and post. It's traumatic. It's so sad. By the way, though, with the car, but with the motorcycle accident. Speaking as a soft individual myself, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's so sad, sad. I'll, I'll, our prayers are not a pro, fighter, He's yeah. a pro fighter though. Nah, He's a pro fighter. That's true. You know, we're hoping for the best for Daniel Strauss. I do, Speedy too. Recovery. Speedy and recovery. Guys, stay off the motorcycles. It's not worth it, man. But, but if you want to advertise with us. Yeah. I want to highly demonstrate right now. Thrill of, the, <laughs> thrill of your life. That's right. You wanna. All right. Speaking of Mark Hunt, though. This is oh, Hunt. here we go. Wow. The Red Flag City. In a recent radio interview, yep. Mark Hunt said he has three fights left and he'll move on. Shocker. I think this is all right. Is a red flag? Okay, of course. But Dana, this is, did you hear that? This is yeah. a this is not a red flag in a negative sense. No, I think it's in a good sense. It he's is. recognizing that he has had trauma and that. Oh he, no, he's realizing he's not going to get a fair shake while suing his employer. Yeah, and he's also realizing that he's had trauma. He's had trauma, without a doubt. Yeah. Well, it, that wasn't a great move. A real intelligent move to admit I can't remember things. I have a problem focusing. I mean, and especially this day with CTE. And you come out before a fight, and you think that your own doctors get a chance to sideline you. They're not. It's all about how you phrase it. He said, I forget things. I have headaches. GSP says, I believe in aliens, and I'm losing time. They're taking my time. One person is not allowed to fight due to medical reasons. And the other's quirky. The other's quirky. He's GSP. He's weird. Yep. Vacates grounds. No, he's fucking... (laughs) His brain is soft in several areas no that are that are necessary for computing things. Right around that area where the belt is. <laughs> Probably. Mark Hunt, though, I'm fine with him retiring because he is taking some Oh, my God. Shots. Did you see the shower he got kicked in the side of the head By with Mirko a sneaker? By Mirko Oh, full out kick and it just came right back. Just ate, 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 ate a power kick in from the side Mirko Cro With a shoe on. Oh my God. Eating shots, bro. Disgusting. And then he complains about Brock Lesnar tooling on him and sues the. But because Brock it's was a valid, out of his mind. But it's vo- it's valid, man. Here's the question I wouldn't get into the cage with him. Seeing no. him at Wayne's, head, I'd be like, you're fucking lying to me if you tell me he's but not on shit. See, and now you guys just listened to that podcast with all about Usada and Jeff Novitsky. And yeah. Jeff Nowitzki. They fucking knew. They knew that he was positive before that fight. Well, that's a conspiracy theory that's been, I feel it's, you, it's gotten got. They know up. before. Yeah. They know before. And they were worried about the gate. They were worried about the it gate. Was UFC 200. It was UFC 200. It would be embarrassing if they you didn't bet turn you. a huge profit. They knew about it at the gate. And, and you know what? They should they should just pay the dude. They should have let him. And and good for him, he moves on. Hopefully, he'll move on to Bellator or someplace else. And he'll make more money and he'll be happier. Well, to be honest with you. I mean... You think he's going to be done? You think no yeah. one else will contract him? The free agency market doesn't look kindly. Risen. Oh, that's true. Upon people like that. Who are speaking out against their employer. Yeah, it's going to be a hard Not only speaking wrong. out against your employer, but usually to get the best offer, there need to be uh, several other offers. You know what uh, I mean? I think Risen would take Mark unhappily. Kind of happily. Risen would. And I, I, he Is dead. that the one it has? We in bold print on their contracts. We do not test for steroids. That was pride. <laughs> that was pride. <laughs> Ryzen's kind of in the same vein as pride. It's been. in the same vein. They have Gabby Garcia fighting like old ladies and shit. Ooh. They have they some almost shows, did that yeah. fight didn't happen because like you know. Mirko fought after he retired, uh, we left the UFC. He fought again in Ryzen in a wow. Ryzen tournament. Roy did to the tits shit. Hey, guess won. what? He won that shit yeah. in aggressive Some crazy fashion. stuff. Yeah, well, Royds will do that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know what? I think it's time that he moves on. And they, I'm sorry, the UFC should pay him. Probably. He might. Be, well, if he gets a good enough lawyer, he should win that lawsuit. Sure. But moving on to the next thing. <laughs> the UFC, oh, I saw this shit. The UFC has made changes in their policy for the athletes on the roster, which includes a pay bump for newcomers uh, in terms of Reebok sponsorship payouts and mandatory promotional duties. Yes. G- I like it. Give the fires more money. You're, you're sure, gonna get better talent. Okay, I agree with you. Mm. This is a step in the right direction, yeah. but the pay bump is minuscule. Yes, very minuscule. It's twenty like, five hundred bucks. Is it a twenty five hundred bucks bump? bump. <laughs> and they're giving him more promotional not duties. Nothing. Yeah, it's, it's not, not nothing. nothing. But you know what? It, it, when you get, but yeah, but when newcomers get a bump from. Don't, Five grand a fight. Here, don't smack the UFC on the hand for taking a step in the right direction. Oh, you're right. This needs to be encouraged. No, you're right. Okay. And this True. needs to be lauded as a step no. in the right direction. You are. If you say it's not enough, they'll recoil and they'll they'll go back to where it was. All right. Good job, Dana. Okay. Well, I agree with you. We'll have to say this is a step in the right direction, but From many other, step- other steps need, need to be, to be taken. taken. Exactly. Say we can build on this. Give the banners back to the fighters. Give the banners back Something. to the fighters. Something. Another way... Well, who does that hurt? Reebok. It hurts Reebok. Reebok who paid the money. All, all you have to do is say no, no clothing apparel. You, you'd be breaking the contract. Do they have Reebok. a contract though. But the thing is, I think that you could make uh, some sort of amendment if it's possible in the contract where... Oh, wait! I think fighters can have sponsorships outside of fight camp. Yes, right? of course they can have they can have clothing sponsorships, fighting gear sponsorships, food sponsor. Yeah, drink, but nobody knows drink. about them unless it's, Stipe, and it's on fight, fight Night. Stipe is sponsored by Bang Energy. I had no idea. Yeah, Connor's the only one that I know. He does Monster. But yeah, they're all they're all sponsored by. Mo- well, I think only some have exclusive some of Monster. Yeah, that's too. it. I mean, I know of him, but I don't know. I didn't know Steve had a contract with Some anybody. fighters are allowed to have headphone sponsorships as well. Yes, they do wear but I've seen them wear headphones up to the weigh ins. Yes, yeah, I have, have seen the, that. Some have headphone sponsors. Uh, and because I'm it okay doesn't with conflict with the clothing. Well, then it, can't they just put an amendment in that they can have sponsorship that has nothing to do with clothing? I don't know. They need to. They need to. They got to give these guys a way to make. They they risk their lives in the ring, man. In the they're, cage, they're literally risking their lives. Not only risking their lives, but they they are for a fact taking years off, off their, of their life. lives. Absolutely. So give the dude another way to make some cash. For sure, I agree completely. Not only that, but you'll see a better product. You'll see other uh, top flight athletes and prospects yes. getting into MMA. Yes. If you can, if we can just get their salaries to. NFL base pay level Could per you fight? Imagine? You'd be seeing crazy athletes in mixed martial What's arts. What's base pay now? It's $7,500,000, uh, isn't it? No, it's 415000 Is it really only that little? That's hmm. a lot of money for fighters. No, 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 <laughs> For Yo, fighting, I didn't mean it like that, but you're talking that's about- That's like wanting... a champion pay for yeah, fighters. Yeah, but the NFL, what do they make, $9 billion in profits per year? Something that is retarded. true. They do way oh, more man, than the I'm other. sorry, something true. silly. Yeah. <laughs> Politically correct. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> could you imagine a fire getting paid 450 grand per fight? I think that's an awesome thing. Oh, We'd you be fight getting, three times a year? You would be getting college is football it? players dropping out of the football to pursue fire. To pursue fire. Because uh, I'd be okay with it. It's that. safer than football. Yes, it is. Which is crazy to think about. Right? Well, c- football is just. Fucking silly. And here's the thing. You're people, ramming your head. People running full right tilt, again. slamming heads on like, each other. But here's the thing I don't understand. Like all our stars that we like, all these stars like you just said their legacy and everything now i know we have a, a pro golf tour but why are we doing something like jiu jitsu they do it there's no money in it right EBI now ebi is but, but slowly why, growing why, why, it's growing but why, Eddie Bravo's doing a great job i know jogging. and i heard that on jerry but my thing is why are, why isn't ufc doing something for that they are they're they actually are. working with they ebi they work with ebi yeah but it's never televised that's my point they don't they don't it's on fight pass it's on oh, fight okay. pass they so don't but i i agree with what you're saying in in the in the fact that they don't do enough promotion for it because i, I mean if you imagine if you had said uh retired from UFC and now part of the you know what do you, what, what was it called it's called the EBI the EBI, now Eddie part Bravo of the Invitational e, yeah now part of the EBI uh twice a year mm. in the coming event uh you, I think all the retired have, fighters should just go into combat jiu-jitsu and EBI. If I were, that's my I would. point. That's, I would. that's what I, I was would. To if see. I were a fighter and I knew my time was up, I'd be like, "All right, combat jiu-jitsu. This is MMA style jiu-jitsu, basically." But but that's my whole point. Why aren't they not pushing more of that? Like they're looking. At I the think boxing. it's a slow growth process. It's a slow growth process. Yeah, but why look into boxing and all this other Plus, shit? Plus, sub only's always been a niche niche thing. You know, it shouldn't be though because I feel like once more money is into it, there are already uh, MMA feeder leagues for the UFC. Right. Like XFC Legacy. and Victor Legacy. Legacy is a huge feeder. They're huge feeder leagues, but uh, they once need there's to more support EBI. Once the, yeah. The once there's more money. Four in times these, a year would be great. Once there's more money in these, money in these combat jujitsu tournaments, you'll see people going from the UFC to combat jujitsu toward the end of their uh, careers, which will be great as far as like mental health exactly. and brain health will go. Into the EBI. and then you'll see great talent from EBI transitioning. Into mixed the UFC arts. and mixed God, martial arts. I just arts. think it would be such a great. And that thing. it would just be a great symbiotic relationship. Wouldn't that be cool to see, though? I mean, I would love to see Not that. only that, but. If you're great at combat jujitsu, that that will feed so well into your ground and pound in the UFC. That's my whole point. And then the guys toward the end of their careers, it's still something they can do, make money, and make money, stay active in the co- yes in the, in the, in the, the community, MMA community. And, and you're being promoted. You could still be cross promoted between uh, the UFC and EBI and 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 doing the combat jujitsu. I just think it's a natural move. And they have all this money they're spending on bullshit. You know, I just don't understand why somebody doesn't step up. And you're just talking maybe three times a year. I mean, that's I, all. They do the event more than that now. Well, but they just don't promote it. They need to promote more. it more. They need to get but it out But I know there. Eddie Bravo's doing everything he can. He's acquired, like, top flight sponsorships. Like, JRE sponsors it. Yeah. Uh, Onnit sponsors it. And now uh, Eddie Bravo's got his own company, Inch by Inch. And he televises... EBI pay per view on inchbyinch.com. It's on Fight Pass 2, but they're just not putting what they. There should be embedded series for EBI combat jujitsu athletes. What there do you mean embedded? Be. UFC embedded. It's like. It's uh, behind the scenes. Behind the, the up scenes to the fight. leading up to the they fight. They follow the fighters well, like that's on planes traveling to the tournament. Well, not and each only that, those but here's. millions here, of here's views. Here's the thing. That, Why are we not doing. I, like they have they have prelims for the ufc why not do like a small tourney before, i would love to before see before the card, that'd before be a great card. An ebi before the ufc that'd be fucking how would that soon? be fucking great just like three, maybe, comes out maybe does, four like, fights before the fights. Four, fights four fights four four fight prelims i'll tell you what. okay um there are many reasons because i feel like uh the average mma fan that is true it's not like us who they don't? Well, h- how about making it afterwards? Though? There are a lot of afterwards U- is not a bad yeah, idea. There are a lot of UFC fans. And sometimes there's dead air. There are a lot of UFC fans that will say this: that when the fight goes to the ground, they're like, "Fuck." Yeah, exactly. Really? Which You'd make be, but which makes I can't. No I can't sense. rationalize that because that's some of the most entertaining shit. I do too. I because do I love jujitsu. I love stuff. wrestling. It's compelling to me. It is. But me other too. people' position, they don't know what's moving. going on, which is not a slight against them. It's I just don't know preference. some of the stuff going on, on the ground, but I can appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I am not a, any belt and, and in and jiu-jitsu. If you just, you're not talking but I about, love watching the different transitions uh, uh, guys go for. it. Exactly. Just the and, and the thing, too, is if you're not doing punching, you're doing just open-hand slaps and stuff. You can still get TKOs. It's exactly. still compelling. I still think that that would be such a great move. You know? Even if it was post-fight. Like, they waste some time every once in a while with a couple fighters. And I hate to say that about those poor guys. When there's extra time at the end, say there were a lot of knockouts. Why not just put three fights on just to see if people will stay they on the should. card to watch? There, there, are, there are stars that are up and coming in jiu-jitsu uh, compared to MMA fighters. All like right. their level of star I that are know. compelling enough that they would garner some extra viewership. And it's at not, the not end even of the up and comers. We're talking about trying to get all these older legacy guys in and you're trying to bring them back. That Here's... would be an amazing idea at the end of the card to put in like a Chuck Liddell in combat jiu-jitsu at the end of the card. Thank you. W- wouldn't you stay to watch that? Definitely. GSP, especially, especially against people who are who are up and coming stars like Gordon, yeah. Gordon Ryan, well, then that's what Gary you do Tonin, that, That's what you do. Cummings. You put you put an up and comer against like uh, an orchard. All these people, these things take time. All right, all right. maybe true. I know. I'm just, and the I'm steps hoping. are being taken. There but are I think we these, know. Every these Bravo's a, Bravo a pioneer. He is. He this. is. He is. I like listening to him talk to, and I think that's why I'm so like psyched by it because when he talks about it, he's so passionate one of the most knowledgeable men in jiu-jitsu oh, today yeah, for today sure. I, I totally agree i just like listening talk to about him. a real real life master yes i mean you should look up some of his old matches it's insane back when he's a prime, it's disgusting all right all right let's end round out the topics before we get into the our, our picks for uh ufc fight night duho Choi versus jeremy stevens we're going to cover one last topic. UFC veteran, X-Strike Force champion, Nate Marquardt, announced his retirement from MMA. And I'm not happy about this, guys. You're not? not? I, I am, am happy. Oh, okay. Nate I Marquardt am. has had an amazing career. Yeah. He doesn't know anything to anybody. He doesn't owe anything to anybody. His anymore. legacy speaks for itself. Do you know what his records and his legacy are? I'm just saying off the top of my head. I, I couldn't tell you his record off the top of my head. We can look that up really quick. But and I'm just curious. But I mean, how many years is, is that? The guy who's been fighting for 18 uh, years. He's been fighting he probably. It's 18 years. Probably. I think I did see an article about that. 18 been year fighter forever. Uh, has decided to hang it up and and call it quits for now. He's been fighting forever. He's an ex-division champion. Yes, I think yes. I, th- I, th- I think out, I did see that. He knocked out. He was Tyron Woodley. He was one of the ma- beginning pioneers of MMA. Uh, MMA. He yeah. was a tough, I just, hard-nosed guy, but when, when he returned w- to the UFC in like 2013, he, 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 you, you could see he was already toward the end he of He was his career. he was an older guy. He was in his late 30s, Again, kind striking. of after his prime. He was amazing in the strike force. I I icing guys. Amazing athleticism. Yeah. And he went on a 3 and 8 run and he he actually It's not good. It's not good. It's not and good. he yeah. saw the writing on the wall. He's a smart guy. He had a family. I know. And he was like, you know, this is my time. He got his last win over Tandem McCrory He in went October 20th. No. Hey, is that the Barn Cat? <laughs> yes. The, <laughs> the Barncat. Dude, you know his name. I love Tandem McCrory. He's an exciting fighter to watch. <laughs> the barn I cat. love that. I love that. Did shit. he go out on a win? No, he didn't. Yeah, it's sad. That was in October 2016. That was his last win. I just really feel, again, perfect example, EBI. He's one of the greats, though. But see what I mean? Yeah. The guys, you want to see to continue to compete because once you have that fire, somebody has you that fire You need to compete. These some of these like guys you like to watch it, yeah. And and there's got to be an outlet for these guys to continue. And jujitsu is that type of sport you can do forever. Do it, forever, you do it man. forever. They can compete and they can I mean, stay and fight. Camp. Leo. was like a hundred rolling around. He was I, literally I fucking ninety nine yeah, catching omoplatas and God, shit. Got fucking good for him, man. Yeah, you know. But it's just amazing to see how 18 far years. You crazy. will see this guy in the UFC Hall of Fame without a doubt. Good. Without a doubt. Good. Without I mean, a doubt. 18 he, years. To have thing, he should be applauded. You know how many people don't do, day, don't do was, shit for 18 years? He oh, was oh, a monster. monster. Yeah. It was terrifying. And especially to do something as hard as MMA. fighting. Yeah. Especially back when it was totally unregulated. Yeah. No kidding. Okay. A- and I hate to be one of the older guys going, remember when, but holy crap. The monsters... Back in Man. those Pride and Strikeforce days, That's Wild, Wild West. Baby. Anytime there's a, a clause put in Wild your West, contract, you mean everybody was fucking juiced up like. Bane. That's my whole point. <laughs> you, you you put it in the contract <laughs> saying Looked like you, the only Weed. way you could beat Nate was by pulling those cords Nick out of the, was, the side <laughs> of his neck. You know, <laughs> <laughs> do that Batman flip behind him be like. <laughs> now no, I wait. I'm not even gonna lie, Nate. Even when he was clean under Usada, still was bodied up. He was. Oh, bodied, yeah. He's always been in sick shape. shape. Yeah, but it's that guy. It is that guy. I'm looking forward to what's next for him. Good for him, man. He deserves it. Go out out in style, man. Go out in style. Now we get to the meat of the issue, boys. Oh, shit. We're going to have to pick the fights for UFC Fight Night. This is coming up January 14th, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Sunday. Stevens versus Choi. We're going to start it in the UFC Fight Pass prelims. A lot of fights on this card. There are. Uh, a whole lot. So we're. Gonna, I'm telling you, man. We're going to breeze through some of the ones that we're not as familiar with, the fighters. <laughs> Who the heck are you again? I was going to say, wait, hold on. There are a lot of fighters on the roster. There are. Are you really going to go all the way down there, dude? Yeah. Start Let, at the prelims. Yeah, let's start Fox at the prelims. prelims. I'm sorry. Sorry early prelims. Sorry to all you fight pass fighters. I'm sorry, but but sorry man. Not, we'll not that watching, we don't respect you. We'll be watching Good their luck. fights, but we don't have enough information. To no, kinda, we telling, I'm sorry. We'll gather man. it. All right, let's start in the prelims. We have Zach Cummings versus Tiago Alves in the welterweight division. Mm-hmm. This is going to be an that's interesting right. fight. Interesting. Tiago Alves is a powerful guy. The Pit Bull, I believe, is his nickname. Yes, you're correct. He's a he's a bad motherfucker. He had some tough fights, though. Remember against Carlos Condon? Yeah, he's Got been all around. kinds of cut up. He's been around forever, man. He's he's another one of those guys that's a super gritty veteran. Kind of you know like I Zach mean? Cummings. Yeah. Kind of like Zach Cummings. <laughs> is, <laughs> he's been around the <laughs> quote once or twice. Yep and he knows he has great submissions i kind of like his boxing but the power of tiago that's my thing dude yeah they've been around for a while tiago tiago's crazy in stand up but Zach cummings got a submission game man nothing to- And he's a, he's a cheeky guy you know what i mean he's he's no slouch on the feet that's true. He'll definitely keep you paying attention. He'll keep you busy. Keep you busy with those hands. <laughs> so, uh, so who are you, you picking? Who do you like? I I like Thiago in this. Like fight. Thiago? I think this is going to be uh, where he turns. The We're going to start around. keeping track of this, by the way. I'm yes. rating this shit down. You should. You should. So I'm you picking. Track of I'm picking Cummings. Ah, Zach Cummings. <laughs> what do you what do you, you want, Mace? Um, I'm going to take Thiago Alves. Maybe. I'm going to call it. I'm going to say it's a decision. He's for a Thiago safe Alves. pick. I'm going to take a decision. Who are you taking, as well? Kim? I'm gonna take a decision for Tiago. It a unanimous decision. I I see this going all three rounds. Okay. All right. Let's go for the next fight on the prelims. Matt Frivola versus Marco Polo Rios. Do you think he was self-conscious? Is that why he went with the black and white? I was gonna say that's yeah. a, that's an old photo right that's, there. That's yes. Yeah, the steamroller, Matt Frivola. Okay. That's a, that's a good s- one. S- steamroller. Steam oh, that's roller. what they call. That's what they call me. <laughs> Looks to be a newcomer in the UFC. I've seen Marco Polo Raya's uh, Rai, fight a couple of times. Six mm. and Um, You know he's a pretty he's a pretty great fighter. Um, he's he's new. He's a young guy. Both of these guys. So I'm excited. This is a this is kind of a toss up in my opinion. I think I agree. It's a more of a pick 'em. Uh, this is a pick 'em for me. I'm gonna leave this. I can't even call it. You know what I mean? I'm gonna lean toward uh, Marco Polo. Not only because he has more fights under his belt, but he's got uh, a few lessons he's learned there in the loss column. You know what I mean? Experience, he, which is power. You're going with experience. He's take yeah, he's taking something away from each one of these. Come fans. on, Cam, you got to pick somebody. Don't move so on. So I'll expect, I'll expect a second round. For you the, know for what, Marco Polo, with that badass nickname, nah, I gotta go with Marco Polo. I'm kidding. I'm fucking with you. I can't go with the Steamroller. you can bro So i will so we'll, we'll we'll all go. With, I go with the experience, today. Marco. I'm gonna Polo. go. I'm gonna go with the. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with the TKO in the second. Really? I'm not writing oh, that down. Oh, bitch, you took mine. That's fine. That's fine. I'm We're just to go going with who thinks who's going to win. Let's not get crazy. What happens happens, sir. James Krause. Next, we have a fucking fight, ladies and gentlemen. We I like James Krause to... because his alias Wait. is The James Krause. <laughs> the James Krause. you got to have giant balls to make yeah, that no, your the... alias. We have James Krause versus Alex White, the Spartan. I've seen the yeah, Spartan. Yeah, but you know what? There's no bigger balls than calling yourself the Spartan. The, I've seen the Spartan. The Spartan. The Spartan. I've oh, seen boy. the Spartan in his last couple of fights. This guy, everyone was sleeping on him. People didn't expect him to do too well because he was an early fill in his first fight in the UFC. Oh, yeah. Okay. But well, he won. 12-3. and and he's, three. and he's been doing great. Spartan's 12-3. and three. People don't need don't sleep on this guy's skills. He has good wrestling. He has solid boxing. He's working on his kicks. His, uh, his kickboxing's not there. But James Krause, man. You saw with the most recent, I think it was called, not the most recent season of the Ultimate Fighter, one behind it, mm-hmm. when it was the Re- Ultimate Fighter Redemption. James Krause proved he was a bad dude. Yeah, I like James Krause in this one, man. I don't know. So he's a veteran. Are, you guys are both picking Krause? Yeah, I like Krause. know. I, I kind of like the young guy in white, but I got to go. Kraus is just... I like Krause. He's got the skills. Who are you picking? cross decision. I'm going to go with Krause in a decision. I'm not sure though. That's one where I'm saying don't. Don't. No, Matt's going with Spartan. because of his name though. Yeah. Fuck man. (laughs) Come on. I'm saying don't bet on my pick there. I'm gonna. This is how much of a nerd I am. I don't even think of the Spartans. I do. I don't even think of it as like the uh, the movie 300. I think. No, I think of the real life Spartans. I think of Halo. Oh Oh, my god now we're gonna get into (laughs) what the fuck the first Uh, one came out like 1999 or 2001 barely now we're gonna get into Uh, the big millennium barely we're gonna get into barely (laughs) we're gonna get into the big name fights you fucks (laughs) darren elkins versus michael johnson this (laughs) is fox sports one that hurts my feelings this is an interesting one it's gonna be taking place at featherweight you know you want to talk about cte bro it Dam- the damage. 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 The damage, damage has, been, has been, been taking some damage, but this guy has the most heart in the UFC. I the don't think most heart after even after what Edson Barbosa did. The most heart. Wow. I think that Darren Elkins w- uses his sheer will. He's not athletically talented. His striking's not that clean. His wrestling is pretty good, <laughs> but it's just his will. He imposes hey, can't his God. will I'm on people. Join the UFC. Fuck man. No, the Murad Bektic. Uh, a fight was that was insane. ridiculous. That was probably. Murat Bestig beat the shit out of Darren. Elkins. That was one of the most animal fights I've ever seen. Darren Elkins life. didn't give up for a second. Did Always he win? trying. Yeah. yeah one well. TKO in the third. After wow. getting whooped. You know this, this photo of Darren Elkins is pre the damage tattoo. He got a big tattoo that says the damage on his chest. Really? Yeah, huge. And Michael Johnson. <laughs> really big. You can't miss it. Can't miss and it. Michael Johnson is com- in case he forgets is coming to this fight with a he s- might. He might. Sorry. He's coming to this fight with a salty record of 18 and 12. Not the best time I've 12. had. What happened? He's had some tough fights. He's fought K- Habib. He's fought the every time. Nate I Nate Diaz. Every time I see Michael Johnson, I just think of him being a monster who fucked up my boy J-Lo in Boston. Joe Lozon, yeah. That was a tough one. That was a dark day for me. But, you know, he's, he's been fighting the best of the best, Michael Johnson. He's very athletic. His striking's always been good. You know, he clipped Habib. Before, he did, he did. before I be, beat the shit out of him. His quickness is there. And the that's third why round. I'm going to go with Michael Johnson. Oh, you know I'm going with the damage. First, first round KO. I'm going with the damage via submission in the third. Late. I think that Darren Elkins is going to impose his will. Uh, give me second round because the damage. I'm not writing that down. I know. I'm, t- I'm declaring it. Oh. You declare it all by you. By do. the second, in the second round, just because the damage can take a lot of damage. <laughs> the damage. I believe in you, uh, Darren Elkins. I believe in you. Now we're on to the main card on. <laughs> He's the only one. <laughs> yeah, right? You fucking guys. All right. Now we're on to the main card on Fox Sports 1. Starting off with Kumar Usman versus Emil Meek. Dear Jesus! Emil Meek's got one of the best aliases ever. The Valhalla? Valhalla's awesome. That's badass. This that is. is going to be a fucking fight. Kamar Usman, everyone's sleeping on this guy. I think he is easily. He's the black horse. Easily. The dark horse of the division. Top four in the I division. black horse. Fuck man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Easily top four in the correct. division. He has some of the eleven best. and one. He's a beast. He has some there? of the best oh. skills. Half of every fight is in. these ko somebody. He's Holy super sh- well rounded. I think he is the best wrestling in the welterweight division. Really? What's his submissions? He doesn't have a lot of submissions though. No, because he beats guys. He ground and pound. Oh, it grounds him into the ground. Oh. But but he had a but, crazy knockout. in for Halla, man. Seventy eight percent of the fights. Non factor. Emil Meek is bodied the fuck up, dude. He's a yeah, shredded Viking. <laughs> But I will say Emil Meek is a nasty dude. He throws crazy shots. And those Norwegians are crazy motherfuckers. Yeah, they are. They are. What's his name? because they have that Viking seed. <laughs> dude, coming out They're of Sweden, terrifying. we got Gustafsson. That's what I'm just going to say. Fucking real-life That's Viking. A, he does not fucking stop. No. I'm I'm going to go with the Norwegian, too. I'm going to go with Kamaru Usman. Kamaru Usman. Too skilled. I think this is going to be a statement victory for him. I agree. I think he's going to finish Meek. I feel In like the second round with. This knockout. is speculation because I don't have any like official contacts, but I seriously feel like. People within the top ten have been offered to fight Kamara Usman, but have said no. People are really? fucking afraid of him because he doesn't have that big of a fan base, it's and a, he's easily one of the most skilled people in the anyone division. Anyone in the top ten, it's a lose lose to fight. Kamaru it's risky, Usman. It's and risky. you gain no notoriety for beating. Him. Exactly, it's Ooh. risky because there's a good can, probability you that you lose. Yeah, you can get hurt, and you gain nothing from winning because he's he's not he's a big terror. of a name. That's not good. So he's and he's having trouble finding opponents. So. Emo Meek, not scared for a second, is like, "Nope, oh, I'll fight her. Valhalla, not scared. Badass name. I love that. Next fight, we're going Paige Van Zandt versus Jessica Rose Clark. I haven't seen her fight in hey. a long time. Me Je- hey, Jessica Rose Clark, no offense, but who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are, who are <laughs> <laughs> have you? have seen Paige Van Zandt. How- When was your last fight? Michelle Christ. Watterson Two years. Paige Van Zandt. Yeah, Michelle Watterson. It was actually she- pretty recent. Really? Suppose, yeah. Yeah. She she lost. You her. might not have seen it because she got clipped and then choked out. Yeah. <laughs> no seriously. <laughs> seriously. Michelle Watterson beat the. And the, the UFC is trying to bury that because Paige is one of their stars. Yeah. yeah she she was on Dancing with the Stars. Yes. She's marketable. Yeah. But she's had a tough go of it because she's right in that sweet spot where she can beat all of the. Is it the sweet spot? Yeah, it's the sweet, sure spot. It's sweet spot. It's the sweet spot. It's the sweet spot because I'm gonna explain why it's the sweet spot. <laughs> it's the sweet spot. Sweet Because spot. she can beat all the lesser talent in the division, but then she gets into those elite fighters and she falls Lose. short. Yeah, she loses. She had a vicious loss to Thug Rose. Now, oh. Thug Rose. Thug Rose beat the living beat the shit out of her. Shit out. Mm. She got completely dominated by Thug Rose. She's had tough losses. Anybody can beat. You win. I'm just I'm stunned. But I think this is where she gets back in the win column. It really? It seems like she picked. It seems like. Is this like, a hand picked? I think this is hand picked like, so she gets a win. It seems like they set this up so she could win. <laughs> really? I'm mm. guessing the Paige Van Zandt wins a decision. 12, 12 gauge. What the hell does that mean? 12 gauge Paige Van Zandt. Okay. 12 gauge Paige Van Zandt. I'm guessing she gets a win over Jessica Rose Clark. Yeah, I say she wins a decision. I don't know who Jessica Rose is. Out of Australia. Neither do we. Eight either. and four hand pick. So we're all going. Now go we're going to get into what I think is the satisfied. Oh, on the card. We just the- talked about. We just talked about Nate Mark Hart retiring. Hey Vitor. <laughs> yeah. Hey Vitor, buddy. He's <laughs> been around a while. Fucking UFC we more three, we more yeah, something crazy. He's been literally. He was the the youngest. No, uh, Johnny Bones Jones was the youngest UFC champion, but I think he was uh, right behind him. Vitor Vitor's. You think this is going away? Vitor but, fought in the UFC <clears> when he was twenty. That's crazy. Twenty six and thirteen with one no contest. Let's talk about that's this forty th- fights, guys. Vitor Belfort is fighting Uriah Hall. Jesus this is a dangerous fight. Uriah Hall is a dynamic finisher, but has also been finished quite a bit himself. You know, he's had kind of a mixed bag in the UFC. Uh, Being top-level talent, but also losing to top-level talent. I agree. So he's been in the mix. Vitor Belfort, I'm not sure that's a huge state win for him because Vitor has been kind of on the slide. It is. It's another legend to put on his... Vitor just fought Kelvin Gaslam... And lost pretty Ooh, handily. Yeah, well, that was a rough one to watch. But yeah. Kelvin's got world class skills. Awesome. Post usada Vitor. It's been a tough go, but but <laughs> yeah. Well yeah. if he, again, again, Vitor, if you don't want to be done fighting, you could always retire, go to Ryzen and hop on all. T R T tour, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally just like turn Lou out, man. <laughs> yeah, no turn shit. a Diana This ball is the guy they were saying he was like, a, he's like mouth. a third of his size now. Yeah, he oh, shrunk a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were talking about this on the other cast. No, either. but to be fair, though, he was one of those guys who was on testosterone replacement therapy because it was legitimately, pres- legitimately like his body was not he had low producing T levels. enough testosterone. But then USADA they supercharged Cam him, yeah, they supercharged said. him and they gave him the testosterone of a young man at 18. And they took it away now, so he's he's sad feeling he the effects. Yeah, I'm gonna take your hall in a dynamic knockout. Yeah, I agree. First round, I agree. First or second. This I think big, he'll be hurt going into the second and be finished. I in think the this is gonna be a brutal fight. Not 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 a nice one. And the title match That brings us to oh, the main fight. Oh shit. Oh shit. Jeremy, little Heathen Stevens versus Duho Choi, the Korean Superboy. Let's fucking go. This is a crazy fight. You might know. Duho Choi, from his amazing fight with Cub Swanson. Thank God he took a lot of time off. He took a lot of time refined off. Refined his skills. L- like I thought he would. Let his brain rest. He got it. Oh him. my God, that was a brutal fight. He was. He was, real well, I think what he handled, taking that loss in some of the smartest ways. He talked about how he's going to give his, ta- his brain time to recover. He was going to go back and refine his skills and then make a return. And here he, he is. He had one of the creepiest post-fight statements I've ever heard. What did he say? He said... Like, he literally almost got knocked out. We all saw the fight. Yeah, it was brutal. He stood up and he was just like, I will train more than anyone has ever trained and I will not lose again. Really? You said that? That's what he said. Goals translated, but that's what, that's what they told and him. And I believe said, it. This kid is super talented, you know. And he's got a freaking jaw of stone. Steel. Well, you need it against Lil Heathen Stevens. Ask RDA. His head is still in the third row. <laughs> from five years ago, man. It's still there. Really, sure. he knocked it all Jeremy the way off. Jeremy Stevens is the definition of a power hitter. Yeah. He's landed flying knee knockouts. He's landed overhand right knockouts. Really? He's landed uppercut knockouts. But he has been Joe known on armbar him a long time ago, though. <laughs> long time, time ago, Another lifetime. Jer- yeah, at USF. Jeremy Stevens has been known though to get a little knockout happy and constantly look for that knockout, winging random bombs. Yeah, and I'm hoping. That the precision punching of Duho Choi will catch Jeremy Stevens while he's winging those wild punches. Yeah. That's my hope. Look at these finishing rates, though, of these two fighters. Duo Troy is 79% of his finishes yeah. by a TKO or knockout. knockout. Jeremy Stevens with an p- impressive, he has all around 30 fights. He has 65% ke- KO rates. And, and the scary fights. part is they don't go to decisions very often, neither are no. oh, of they. You know what I'm saying? And they don't submit people, which means they just stand there and throw. And you got to keep in mind this is a five round fight. So. Yeah, Conditioning is a real Conditioning factor. Is a a real factor. Real factor. The, the knockout becomes even more viable of an option with a oh, five-round yeah. fight. You're oh, going to mix in being tired. Your technique gets a little sloppy. You're breathing in and out. This, this is going to be in di- crazy. I know I'm saying dynamic too much. I probably sound like um one of those uh, oil engineers. Now, the dynamics of the pipe. No, but this is going to be a fireworks Spectacular. Fight. Spectacular. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Duo Choi, the Korean Superboy, I think is too young, too... Explosive, too technically smart. I think he wins I do too. Via a fourth round stop. Who you picking? I already picked him. Fuck man. See my heart. My heart says Duho Choi. My heart says Duho Choi. Yeah. Would you pick him you pick Troy? Troy. Yeah. I, I d Are I wouldn't you? bet on my pick, but I want to say Choi. You're saying Stevens Troy Stevens is dangerous. Stevens is so it dangerous. It cannot be underscored. Yeah, enough. He could knock him the hell out. Oh, for sure. First I, round. He could but I think it's five rounds. Stevens could knock him. Out and I would not even be surprised to be like, yeah. yeah. But he's got a jaw of freaking steel. Why not? I just think he's have he seen that Cub in. fight. Yeah, but Stevens. I think Stevens punches harder than Cub. That is true. Little heat, but yeah, you picked against him. Heat. I know because I want Choi to win. I want Choi to win could. too. Choi has great heart. Fourteen. He's and a two. young face for the US. He UFC. was fighting Cub in the U.S. and Duho Choi was. Like, his name was being chanted. Yeah, yeah. that's powerful. That's powerful that right powerful. there. Powerful Duho Choi. Man, his first name is Duho. No space there. I thought there'd be a space. It's awesome. Yeah. How you doing? Do-ho. 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 <laughs> I am so excited for this card. It looks like a good card. Uh, th- the 14th. What day is that? Friday? Saturday? Sunday. Uh, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, January Sunday. 14th. You guys can catch it. There are a lot of UFC Fight Pass prelims, but after that, you can catch it on Fox Sport 1. Yeah. This is card. a great free card. Really good. It is. There- good. D- Look at how many finishes are going to be on this shit. I guarantee there are going to be some serious finishes. Not even the finishes. There are a lot of big names on here, man. Usman. He's usually a pay-per-view fighter. You got Usman, Paige Van Zandt, yeah. Emile Meek, Uriah, Uriah Hall, Belfort, yeah. Uriah Hall yep. Duho Choi, and Jeremy Stevens. So you got eight fights. The just... whole main card, other than Juaria, Sarah Clark. Yeah, Jason Ro- Jessica Rose Clark. Okay. It's offensive. It's offensive. Remember Hull. her name. Juaria. <laughs> All big. Yeah. All big. All big. So. Eight, 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 eight fights, I think half could be finishes. I think so. I think so. It's yeah. possible. I think that that's a very, very good card. Well, guys, let us know what you think of our predictions. Let dun, us dun. You know what you think of this first uh, can't sleep, won't sleep cage side. Let you know how we fared on the Maiden Voyage. You can always drop it in the comments down below or the comments on Podbean or the comments on Google Play. Remember, if you're listening on Google Play, to make sure you hit us up with that sweet, sweet review. That's right. We It'll like help them. us a lot. Hit us up with that. Subscribe. As always, Insomniacs, Subscribe. you can Subscribe. interact with us at CSWS Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe at the Bucket of Win YouTube channel on, on Podbean at bucket of That is bucket of win.podbean.com. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let us know what you guys thought of it. And remember, as always, Insomniacs, don't check under the bed.